7: This message is brought to you by State Farm. As a small business owner, you've worked hard to build your business. And our friends at State Farm can help protect what you've built. See, every State Farm agent is a small business owner, just like you. So they understand the value of your hard work and how to keep your business protected. Because at State Farm, being a good neighbor is more than a slogan. It's a way of doing business. Learn more at statefarm.com smallbusiness. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
3: show podcast be sure to catch us live every weekday three to six eastern twelve to three pacific on fox sports radio find your local station for the doug gottlieb show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iheart radio app by searching fsr now let's get this party started. you're listening to fox sports radio
0: Greetings and welcome inside. It is the Doug Gottlieb show here at Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon in for Doug this afternoon as we start the show. And this is the official. I mean, I I feel like I need to be the first one to say this. This is the official 12 hours to Hamilton notice. Thank you. 12 hours we are, less than 12 hours now. I feel it's like Bobby Bonilla Day. I'm counting down. Like I'm Ryan Seacrest and oh, I'm in the middle of Times Square and people are kissing and Bobby Bonilla is getting money and we're getting Hamilton. That's what we've done this week. We counted down to Bobby Bonilla Day. Now we're counting down. We're 12 hours from Hamilton.
8: Yeah, but what drops at, at midnight? Is it a powdered wig, a musket? Uh, just some documents, I mean, because we're always writing and talking like we're running out of time, so (laughs) never more appropriate than right now here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Yeah, no, no, it's not the musical, it's documents. We're just going to get to read about it.
8: Oh, no, I'm I'm just saying he wrote like he was running out. So all it is is tons of, what is it, 30,000 disagreements, I believe, is one of the lines in there. So that's it. Just paper flying everywhere. Instead (laughs) of lighting off fireworks, we just throw (laughs) paper in the air. It's just the same cleanup
0: process. It's going to be YouTube where you can play the songs. Uh, but they don't have the copyright so it's not with the lyrics and it's just pictures of what he wrote just turning page to page like you're watching one of those uh video channels like up in the up in the thousands where they play <laughs> the song and they give you just the the little tidbits about the band gwen stefani recorded this song in 2006 and it stays up for like 30 seconds then it goes to the next one gwen stefani started no doubt in 1993 in orange county and it and it keeps going you that's laugh, what you're going to get
8: I mean, that's invaluable if you're on the dating scene. Now you have little tidbits for whatever's playing overhead. You may have heard that song at 2 a.m. while you're trying to fall asleep
0: on the couch. And some of those details have seeped into your brain. See, that's where I'm going to disagree with you. Because throughout the course of my life, there are many times where I thought the minutia of trivia and things I knew was going to be my gateway to dating pleasure and it just didn't work that way it was more well
8: you you don't want to come off as
0: a know-it-all that's nice or cliff clavin that that's nice no but i mean you would think that hey you know funny story and i tell you about gwen stefani yeah that's nice all right i'm leaving you're too weird I, I, you know, it would, The thing is to be cool like that. I need to be my age now. Like I need to be in my forties and everything. Hey, yeah. Oh, he knows a lot of stuff. He's smart. He's a catch. Yeah, but it's too late now. Yeah, I'm, I'm married. I have a kid. It's it's too late now. I I miss my time. It's like the time I was. I should have been cool. You know. Now I wasn't as cool, and now I'm really cool, and now it doesn't help.
8: It's a bad time. Well, now it's, it, it's it not helping. But maybe you could pass that wisdom on to others for only nine ninety nine a month. Jason's newsletter.
0: Yes. Video or written. And I will talk like Obi-Wan Kenobi and say, please do not get seduced or murdered by the dark side of the force. Uh, yeah, I, don't, please... I don't think saying get seduced by the dark side. Little Actually, no. Seduced.
8: There's probably a percentage of people to where you've really gotten them uh, a little bit excited here
0: in mm. the noon hour on the West Coast. Well, the word seduced, as said by Sir Alec Guinness, can be a big aphrodisiac, my friend. Uh, so we got Jake Glazer <laughs> coming up in about 15 minutes. He's going to give us all the latest news in the NFL. The NFL has cut their preseason games down to two. I've been telling you for the last couple of days, it's going to get cut down to zero. Congratulations to everybody who stole that take this morning and, and got on the internet with it. Information is always free. Uh, but. Today, the big story so far this morning has been nine more players in the NBA have tested positive for COVID-19. This puts the number of players at 25, which is a small number when it when you think about the number of NBA players. Okay, well, it's 15 out of you. You're over 300. But really when... One person has it, and they're around a team. That gets to two, and that gets to three. So the NBA is trying to take care of this. Uh, At the same time, DeMar DeRozan of the Spurs uh, talked about the frustration and the overwhelming rules about what life is going to be like in the Orlando bubble. Now, as MLB teams report, we're looking at, okay, when the NBA winds up getting things together, how they're going to go. And I get that there's a lot of crazy things in the bubble. I mean, just the rule about you can play cards with a deck and then throw it away. It's like Vegas. You know, we, we, we play one hand through of blackjack, and then we're going to get rid of the cards. We throw the cards away. Uh, yeah, I don't get- you
8: want to be the sponsor for that? Because the number of times it passes through the players' hands over the course of a month, they'll be loyal to you for life just because they think they have to be.
0: Yeah, these cards were held by J.R. Smith. Then he dropped all of them, and so he, th- these can be yours. So I, I get Collectors the craziness from the bubble. The ping pong rules are insane, and and this is something Demar Derozan talked about that oh we can bang bodies against each other, but we can't play two on two ping pong. We can't be close to each other. I get the minutia of it, and I understand that players are oh my god, this is really insane. But you got to seem like you're on top of things. You can't have a like, two piece, two page leaflet saying yeah. We got it. Oh, that's great. That's gonna inspire me with confidence. I'd rather be inundated with the minutia. It says and game know that, okay, on. they got it. <laughs> what does yeah. that mean? What does page two say? Nothing. It just says Adam Silver, commissioner, with a big uh, autograph. <laughs> that that's all you have. So I I get the minutia of it, and I understand that. And this is coming from me, who honestly I am now a bubble convert. Because, I, as you know, I have never been a fan of the bubble. I, I when, when I the tried, NBA, man, I tried to lay hands on you in the whole nine yards. I get well. You, you can't do that. You're not supposed to do that. I'd have to call somebody. Well, it's part uh, of the conversion process. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Here's how I'm converting you. Uh, like when Bill Gates was buying out Homer and the Simpsons. Buy him out, boys. They just destroy everything.
8: <laughs> Smashing uh, everything. Yep.
0: The bubble. I, I never thought it was a bad idea. I, I thought it was an idea that sounded great in theory, but in practice it was never be able to to have it come out. It's like the idea of time travel. Like the idea of time travel sounds awesome, right? Oh my God, we can time travel. How do we do it? Then you get into theories and quantum physics and then Ant-Man gets involved and in all these string theories and particles and you go, okay, can you really? Is this this sounds like it's incredibly complex and still impossible. That's kind of how I thought about the Orlando bubble is that all these rules, how are you gonna do this? You have the snitch line For uh, people (laughs) who uh, who are trying to get on campus with cars that aren't supposed to be there, people who aren't supposed to be, uh, who aren't, if players aren't practicing social distancing, it seemed overwhelming. But I'm a convert now, and the last 10 to 12 days in the United States has brought me to that because as we've seen, the spike of coronavirus cases, and, and why did coronavirus spike? Because enough people... Don't subscribe to social distancing. Don't subscribe to masks. Don't subscribe to social distancing. People are sick of quarantine. I get it. I've had days where I'm just going crazy going, I got to get out and do something. Even if I'm going for a drive, I got to go somewhere. I understand that. But everything that's going on right now is an attempt to keep people safe. It's not an attempt to, to politicize anything. It's We're trying to keep everybody safe. But as we have seen, especially people in their 20s and 30s, this is not a a situation which we have control of now because it's not that America opened up too soon. It's we didn't open up safely enough. So if you are trying to say the, the backs of, of when sports open are going to be on 20- and 30-year-olds making the right decision every night, that's something that you can see as being untenable, because as we can see, you can't trust enough people that we're still getting positive COVID-19 tests. There's still craziness out there. And there's ways that that positive COVID-19 tests are coming that don't have anything to do with. It just so happens you get it because you were shopping because you had to go shopping and you mm-hmm. got it. There certain things out there. The bubble now. I now think this is the the, the the new hope, the only hope, that you can play the season because the NBA needs to be in charge of it. And when you have everybody under one roof, in, in, in air quotes, this makes it easier. All right, we're going to make sure that you guys are all safe. There's somebody over, overseeing you to make sure you are safe. And I get the Kyrie Irving, uh, I, looked, I, I think it's a bad optic if you have a lot of black men who are supposedly now under quarantine or being held in one place. I understand that part of it. This is about being able to play in the NBA and play the season. So I would hope that that would be overcome by the optic of we're all just trying to play the NBA. Everybody's trying to, we're trying to get the NBA back and everybody's trying to get back to what they do for a living. So I would hope that would that would over overcome that part of it. But that's the only way because you, you compare the NBA to Major League Baseball, it's like, whoa, baseball's in their own parks and their own stadiums with everything going on and they, how are they going to keep, keep track of everything? You have too many variables that can enter the equation. At least in the bubble, you are stopping the variables. You're not going to stop. COVID-19, but in the bubble at least you have the best chance to keep it at bay and keep the NBA going. So I'm a complete bubble convert now. Yeah, I, I have the,
8: the two thoughts on it. The the first to address the the optics of being quarantined at Walt Disney World. We're talking about generational wealth being earned here and pushed forward, right? You don't play this season. You change the CBA. Monies have to change, and that informs the next decade plus, so you get this done here. Not only do you finish getting paid your money for the year, and the money comes from the TV revenue, and you push forward, and the machine rolls on. So for that, it's a, it's a smart business move, as well as an opportunity with the spotlight of the world on you to encourage messaging as you will for social justice, equality, economic reform, what, whatever your platform may be uh, as determined by what people put on the jerseys. And that's a whole other uh, thing that will come up as we go here. So talk about the cash considerations. As for the bubble itself, you and I have talked about this a lot. There's the one part that I wish they could go figure out how to get one of those big patches. What's that stuff that you can get where you can saw a boat in half and then lather it on the bottom and it sticks together and you go floating down the river? That's another two
0: in the morning when you're not looking at infomercial stuff on uh, Wednesday. No, that, that, that's how that's how Iron Man closed the uh, uh, the ship in Infinity War when they, they when they killed the one the one bad guy. Yeah, but the kids seen more movies and then they shot him out of the <laughs> side like an <in> Aliens, <laughs> and then that's that's how Iron Man closed that up. That's what happened. Yeah, I I just can't remember what the name of that that product is. Not that I'm going to give no. him. F-
8: there, there you go. It's it's the. Well, I'm not even going to give him the... Well, I can't remember the name of the bad me.
0: guy that they that they shot yeah, out so in the space. so he doesn't so. pay
8: me, so he can beat yeah. it. But thank you, uh, Iowa Sam, for telling me in my ear what I need to know there. Uh, I It will inform future purchases. But if I can get that to seal off what happens with the Walt Disney World staffers, that's the big problem I see here. Once you get everybody to the bubble, right? It's those last couple of weeks ahead of training camp where craziness happens, because everybody's got to get loose one more time before they're locked down. Same thing here. Once you get to the bubble... I think there'll be enough activity. They'll be gambling on video games and playing into the wee hours of the night from their respective rooms. There's plenty there. The The problem is with the Walt Disney World workers who get to leave and go home. So that's where the system, I, I think, needs to be fortified. And we know they're spending some $150 million uh, or thereabouts to get this thing rolling. Let's make sure there's enough in the budget to do what we can with with the worker side, whether they get to stay in a resort themselves. So they're on property and don't go home. And, yes, it's sacrifice. But uh, as Ted DiBiase once told us, everybody's got a price that maybe there's an enough financial incentive to where, all right, not only are you doing the altruistic thing of, hey, helping the NBA come off for economic and for psychological gains, but also the idea that you get to play a part in this and you're going to get paid pretty well to do so. Because them leaving each night, whatever testing protocols and everything are there, you've still added another higher coefficient to that variable.
0: You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure.
8: as you put your equation together to try to make this thing a success. That's the one part of the plan that is still to me, a little nebulous, but otherwise it's the best thing we got going. So let's take our shot.
0: And that's the, that's the only Adam silver misstep in all this is that he comes up with all of this and he, and he lays it all out and we have everything planned and we're, crossing the T's and dotting the I's, everything's good. Commissioner, are you staying in the bubble? Oh, no, no, I'll be going back and forth. Oh, come on, man, really? You, nope. you, you got to be there with your that, board uh, shorts and a funky
8: fedora and some zinc oh, yeah. on the nose and get in <laughs> hip deep with everybody else. I
0: don't know, I'll be going back and forth, and players have to be saying, wait, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on the commissioner can go back and forth? Yeah, yeah, I'll be in and out. Don't worry, I'll see you guys. Then I got to pop out, then I'll pop back in, then I'll pop back out, I'll pop back in. Yeah, that's the one thing he did.
10: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
7: This message is brought to you by State Farm. If you're a small business owner, let's just say you're busy. Weekdays, weekends, keeping books, managing staff, watching the bottom line. To protect what you've built, you need small business insurance you can count on. And our friends at State Farm Insurance understand small business as well as you do. See, every State Farm agent is a small business owner, just like you. So they know what it takes to keep a small business running and what you need to keep that business protected. They understand the value of your hard work and the love you've poured into your business. State Farm agents live and work in your community because at State Farm, being a good neighbor is more than just a slogan. It's a way of doing business. To learn more, contact your local State Farm agent today at statefarm.com slash smallbusiness. That's statefarm.com slash smallbusiness. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
3: You know, finding a job can be frustrating and difficult, but it doesn't have to be. What if you had a partner who could connect your skills and qualifications to job openings with local employers? Express Employment Professionals is the jobs expert you can count on. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or just download the Express Jobs app to get started. One application with Express puts you in front of top local employers In a variety of industries, interviewing with them is as easy as a phone call, and they never charge you a fee. With openings in skilled trade positions like welders, mechanics, and fabricators, to opportunities in sales, accounting, and customer service, Express can help you or someone you know find a great job. They have nearly four decades of experience helping people find jobs, and more than a half a million people each year go to work through their 850 plus offices don't wait any longer to find the right job for you visit expresspros.com today that's expresspros.com look through your children's eyes
6: to see the true magic of a forest it's a storybook world for them you look and see a tree they see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky they see treasure and pebbles they see a windy path that could lead to adventure and they see you their fearless guide to this fascinating world.
1: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
10: This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb today here on the show on Fox Sports Radio. Hit us up on Twitter at how about a fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. Big doings in the NBA, big doings in the NFL. You saw the news a day ago that the NFL is pushing the preseason from four to two games. Could we see it cut even more? And is Antonio Brown really on his way back to the NFL? Joining us now on the hotline, nobody better. NFL on Fox, insider extraordinaire, Jay Glazer. Jay, we're talking to you in the daytime. How cool is this?
11: I know, right? You know, I'd like to say that I'd be a lot uh, cleaner for you in the daytime. Um, but that's probably not going to be the case. No, no, no. Probably listen, it's going to be as filthy
0: as ever. Uh, yes, just just be who you are. Don't change for anybody, Jay. No. That's what they don't change. Don't no. change for anyone.
11: Uh, so Day- hey, daytime Jay is not is not any any uh, brighter than than nighttime Glaze. Same. I'm the same moron that I am.
0: I, I'm picturing you right now, like in the gym, with your hand out, going, "Hang on, I got to do an interview." Guys are getting ready to hit you and Unbreakable, and you're like, "Hang on, just, just give I me just five minutes, gym, and i will do." it.
11: We gotta we have at all times, so we gotta figure out how to adapt. That's what's gonna you know to be safer. We gotta do it, and we should do it, and no problem. Um, but no, I'm just home hanging out with, with my little dog
0: here. Nice my rescue right. pit. All right, well look at you! Wow, you're doing you, you're doing all kinds of great stuff. You just even just dropped that. You know, you got your rescue dog there. Very nice.
11: Oh my god, my rescue pit! Everybody in the NFL knows her. This dog, this poor dog, is the most forgiving thing in the history of life. She was a bait dog in a dog fighting ring, which is, if you know what that is, they take nice dogs and they kind of cl- keep their mouths shut and they just throw them in a bait. And they, she was just, just, man, just scarping, execute them. They took my dog in the alley and ran her over the car and oh. people saw it, called the police, police came, scooped her up. Uh, animal hospital did surgery on her. She broke her legs, had teeth all in her. And then, man, she lived in a shelter called the Amanda Foundation uh, in Beverly Hills, and they kept her in there for three and a half years. And eventually, me and my son went in, and she chose us. And she is the most forgiving, beautiful thing. Anybody has a chance to go get a rescue, please go do it. They'll be the most grateful, grateful beings on the planet. They're so incredibly grateful, and they will change your
0: life. For more on that, you hit Jay up on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. That's at Jay Glazer also. All the great stuff he's doing at vetsandplayers.org. All right, so, Jay, so NFL-wise, we saw yesterday, we saw the NFL cut the preseason from four games to two. Is this it? Because I I really see when it's all said and done, it being really difficult for the NFL to say, okay, we're going to play two weeks of preseason games that could put the start of the season in jeopardy. Could they be cutting it from two to zero?
11: They could. You know, I think everybody's got to agree on this, but... I. This is a fluid situation. It's constantly going to change. So they may make a decision one day, and then all of a sudden, look, if the virus continues to spread like this, they may have to make another adjustment. Um, If all of a sudden testing changes, and uh, again, I I can't answer the question because day by day it changes.
0: So, Jay, when it comes to the future of the NFL, Everything is still going forward for the first week of September. Where they're, they're on the same. I know they plan to report the end of right. July. That's still that's Everything still the is. plan right now.
11: Dates are going to happen. You're just going to have to. Different teams are going to have to adjust on different things. You know, here's the thing. Nothing's going to look normal this year at all. So yeah, there may be teams at a disadvantage. I know they try and get everybody to have to be an equal footing, but there may be teams that are at a disadvantage. Um, because all of a sudden there's an outbreak on a team. It's just, there's got to be other players readily available to go to in case a large number of players test positive the night before. Um, you know, Maybe they have to go and expand the rosters. Maybe they have to have another pool of players who just kept quarantine. I don't know the answer to it, but I know a lot of things. There are a lot of things that they need to discuss, and they've got to stay, like I said, more proactive than, than reactive, but they're going to have to also react and be very reactive, very and there's no, there's no perfect answer.
8: Hey, Jay, what's the legality? You're not on a roster, you're not on a practice squad, but say I, I hire you as an employee, like a Montgomery Burns and the Simpsons, and I just have a bunch of healthy-bodied guys around just in case.
11: What's the legality? What do you mean?
8: Well, but I mean from the league purposes. Like, would there would there be any rule against that? Like, well, they're well, employees I, I of the of team, the and that, then they get called up.
11: Yeah. No, that's, that's another thing I think that, you know, they certainly can discuss, but or do you just – you know, expand your your rosters. Not fifty three guys and also expand your game day roster. I mean, again, there's there's um I don't know if there's a perfect answer, so everybody's gonna have a different opinion.
0: Jake Laser, our guest here, the Doug Gottlieb show, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, in for Doug. Now your latest mailbag in the athletic, uh spotlighted by the big uh decision the NFL has to make about Antonio Brown. Uh yeah. now th- there could be big interest in him, but Jay, there it has got to be a lot of hoops that they have to jump through first to get there, don't they?
11: Well, it's—it's it's really nothing's changed. It's been the same situation. Is you know, if he comes back, then they have to decide: do so they put him on the commissioner's exempt list? The thing about the commissioner's exempt list—if you're on it, then that counts against your cap. If he's just outright suspended, it doesn't. Don't believe it counts against your cap. Well, there's not been a suspension yet, or he hasn't been cleared yet. But there are teams that are interested. Yeah, there's, you know, Seattle, we saw them uh, with the other team. Baltimore, it was reported on. And then there's a couple other teams also I heard um, that are interested. And, and I think there's probably um, probably a little more interest this time around than there was last year. Um, and I don't – maybe it's just because time has is, is passed a little bit and there's not a whole crazy helmet thing. And um, But he's still involved in, in the, um, you know, in, in, the, in the sexual – um, misconduct case from last year.
0: Now, I know earlier in the week there were report, there were conflicting reports about Tampa Bay being a team, but you told us a few months ago no, that, no, that that's no, not no, happening no, and no, that still isn't no, the case, no, right?
11: No,
8: no, not the case. No. Yeah, Tom may nope. love him, but Jay told us that forever ago, and that's all I kept telling everybody. Jay Glazer told us, lockstep, <laughs> and we know that because of Bruce, that it's not happening. Now, New yep. England with Cam Newton uh, on the comeback trail. the Great like, Not a lot of money but here we go. Great
11: move. Fantastic move. Very Patriots-like move. Fantastic. But, you know, listen, I've been telling you guys the whole time, the biggest thing against Cam is that teams couldn't come in and pull on that shoulder and pull on that foot and poke him and prod him. Um, And and clearly he didn't have a lot of interest because his contract was very minimal. But I think Cam looked at it like, hey, I get a chance to go work with Belichick. And I think this was perfect for them. And and not only that, how brilliant of it for them to to, to leak the news out like an hour or before the NFL was putting it out or, you know, the news was coming out that they were getting punished for Spygate 2. I mean, it's, just, it's it's so, it's so brilliant. It's just brilliant PR wise.
0: Well, maybe that's why they signed him. Hey, this story's getting out in an hour. What can we do? Maybe. Let's sign Cam Newton. <laughs> no one will talk about listen, it.
11: They have, there's so little risk here. It's all reward. There's nothing but upside here. He does nothing against your cap. He just, man, he doesn't play. That's it. It's, you know, it's it's such a it's such a team friendly thing um i'm a little i am a little shocked that more teams didn't try and do a similar thing it's cam newton and i don't care that he you know didn't win his last eight and he's been hurt for two years uh it's still cam newton and man considering the you know lack of quarterback talent in this league i'm surprised more teams didn't do this
0: well, the, the accompanying story is, hey, they signed Cam Newton, but the Patriots love, love, love Jared Stidham. I mean, did they really love Jared Stidham, or is this just, hey, we got to say this because we signed Cam no, Newton? No, they do. They do, but if Cam Newton, if Cam
11: goes in there and he's, you know, he's healthy and he shows his own Cam Newton, he's an MVP. So, you know, it's, um, it's on Stidham to really step up and beat him out and, or, or keep, him, keep him at bay, if you will. Bad news for
8: Smith though, Jay, because you know, the Jets were looking all pretty and he was all excited about Sam Darnold and now he got put back in his place.
11: Yeah, I know, right? And I was saying last week too, even I thought the Bills are now the you know the front runners for that division and then all oh, they go to get Cam Newton and look again, we don't know what Cam is. He might be an unhealthy Cam. If he's an unhealthy Cam, then yeah, I I'm kind of still liking the Bills. If he's a healthy Cam, um, then you gotta say, Oh man, the Patriots are right back there again.
0: You can follow him on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. That is at Jay Glazer, NFL on Fox. The website is vetsandplayers.org. All the great stuff he's doing there. Jay, as always, buddy. Appreciate it, man. And now you have Thanks the whole Jeff, day free. It. Now you have the whole day free to go huh? do it. You don't have to wait around to be on the air with us at no, night. You I got have the MVP, whole day. Now. I got
11: MVP stuff today. I got MVP stuff. Trying to get all our veterans out there this week to celebrate themselves like we celebrate you guys on 4th of July. Celebrate um. yourselves.
0: Awesome stuff. Again, vetsandplayers.org is the website. Check it all out on Jay's page. Jay, Be as good. always, thanks, buddy. Be good. We'll talk to you. Appreciate it. Be all sad, right. Jay. Be good. Great stuff there from Jay Glazer. Awesome. And look, the, the Cam is such a great big unknown with the Patriots that it, as much as they like Jarrett Stidham, I, they can't love him that much because if they let said he's our guy, well, then you're going out and getting Cam Newton. And there's a difference between going out and getting a quarterback who could potentially play versus one who can seize the job, like what the what the Bears did with Nick Foles, right? This is, tells Mitchell Trubisky, listen, you've had your time, and this is it. And if you don't, we have a guy here that can take the job from you, and we have, you know, he's done it before. You've seen it. He's got the track record. But Cam Newton's a guy that comes in saying Cam could just win the job outright. And, and and that pressure of a young quarterback who you're giving the first taste of exposure to playing, you want to put him in a comfortable environment. Trubisky's been in a comfortable environment. He's been unchallenged for three years. He hasn't stepped up, so now let's give him a little bit of a challenge and bring in Nick Foles. If it doesn't work, well, it doesn't work. It's different because you bring in Cam Newton, and suddenly Stidham's looking over his shoulder, and he's, oh, all right. If the Patriots were that sold on Stidham, they wouldn't be signing Cam Newton. And the fact they sign him says, okay, we, we have to protect ourselves because we like Stidham, but just in case, are we? But because if you are hundred percent sold out, you're not doing it, you know. And any team that has the young quarterback they believe in, the Jets are not bringing in Cam Newton, right? The Bills aren't bringing in Cam Newton. Nobody's bringing in Cam Newton if you have the guy you believe in. But the Patriots do. So this tells you as much as they like him, they don't believe in Stidham, and this is why they got Cam. See, I'm going to disagree. I, I think with Darnold
8: and with Josh Allen, you've seen them perform in long stretches with great success on the NFL level, right? Sam Darnold finished this season strong after seeing ghosts and battling mono. I mean, that's comeback player of the year kind of stuff. It was Josh mono first,
0: Allen. then the ghosts, all right? The yeah, ghosts exactly. May be, it ghosts may be just something that was an effect Visitoral of mono offense. that we didn't know. Yes, we didn't that's know that weeks right. later, yes, you saw ghosts, yeah.
8: Well, it's like the coronavirus. Sometimes we've got symptoms that we don't okay. get to put together until months later. All Maybe right. You just don't know. That's an odd
0: comparison, but okay.
8: No, 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 because people are finishing, and then it's like, oh, wait. Now, six months later, here's some other things that you could put up as possible precursors. Come on. I I read way too much about this stuff, right? Stuff we thought were symptoms in March are now, by the way, this, this, and this. Add this to your list. Uh, And seeing ghosts may be one of them. I'm not sure. But with Josh (laughs) Allen, uh, whether you like him on the deep ball and there's still roughness to his game, there's a lot to like. With Jared Stidham, you've seen him in practice. You feel good about it. Uh, I'll take the analogy of I'm on the car lot, and I've got a nice, safe, reliable thing that I, I, I think we can grow with. This, my family could grow with this for the next 10 years. And then maybe a used car rolls up. It's a little more of a sports car. Doesn't your eyebrow raise going, well, we could fit in that, can't we? It's only a couple of us now. We can do that. That's kind of Cam Newton. It may be beat up. It may have had to have a little bit of work done, uh, and you're not quite sure. Uh, So maybe you start thinking about that car a little bit more. And with Cam, the other thing you hear is is you're also playing defense, right, against one of your would-be competitors coming up and getting him. Like I said, the other two, Darnold and and Allen, those are the the teams have already invested in them. They've already seen them. They know what can be done. With Stidham, there's still a little bit of a question, and as much as you love him, if Cam can come in and be the old Cam, you'd rather have the old Cam, right? And especially on an incentive-laden deal – it's, the cost is minimal unless he exceeds a, and and puts up huge numbers. So you do that plus any of your would-be AFC rivals that could have made a use out of Cam Newton. Well, now you get to flip them all off while he's quarterbacking or at least sitting on your bench. kind of like a fantasy football move, right? I'd rather him sit on my bench and rack up stats and be on my bench rather than being in someone's lineup scoring against me. Same thing here.
0: Real quick on on Jay and, and, and the NFL preseason is that uh, it's, it's good to see the NFL bending a little bit because up until now it's been, you know, we will fight the coronavirus like we have a sword and a shield and they're a dragon, and we're going to do whatever we want to do and our, and our calendar is going to go unabated. Canceling the two preseason games, they kind of had to do that. No one's going to be ready to play a football game in a month. And so when you couple that with... Well, where the world is, I can't see how the NFL is going to say, all right, We're gonna play two preseason games. The first time, they're probably gonna have teams that are gonna be in their own individual bubble, travel outside and go play somebody else, and go play a bunch of other players, and potentially get a bunch of COVID nineteen tests that could jeopardize the start of the season. You're not gonna do that. Put them on planes and have them fly across country and go play. Why would you do that? I I think this is a band aid uh, to get to no games. I I said that since the story broke on Monday. I think we were gonna have two games. Now we have two games, and eventually. It's going to get down to zero games.
8: Yeah, make it go away for one year, and and it's a different evaluation process than we've ever had. Locally, every team can do specials and documentaries for how you fill out the back end of the roster. For all I know, it's a Willy Wonka lottery. (laughs) <laughs> stuff, yes. stuff in chocolate bars Whatever the case may be You uh, get that, nothing Yes, we just have to get to the season However, whatever band-aid You have to apply to do that No preseason Most of the starters from the what A huge number of teams The last two to three years With varying degrees of success As to how that predicts what the season becomes you, You've seen teams Eschew playing guys all together Here, watch Put on a yeah, well, Sean, Sean McVay
0: ruined the regular season, ruined the preseason. I don't need to play anybody. We'll go to the Super Bowl. Oh, well, okay, I guess we don't need a preseason then. That's right, I showed that's you it's unnecessary. It,
8: right? Copycat <laughs> league, and certainly you'd already had it trending that way with, with a lot of teams really limiting the exposure of their starters. So it was going to be different anyway. Figure out how you're going to close out the back end of the roster and let's just get to opening day. Unfortunately, you can't all play a directional school. As a warm-up like you do in college football, and there's only one Jets and one Jaguars.
0: Twitter, all right. that's all right, buddy. I, I I understand where we are in the pantheon of teams. It's it's okay. <laughs> I've had a, I've had 40 some odd years to get used to it. Uh, Twitter at How about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb today. Coming up next, we have guess who? Guess what two time NCA champion head coach. Wants the college basketball season pushed back. We'll tell you who it is coming up next. This is Fox.
10: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
0: Jason Smith and Mike Harmon in for Doug today on the show. And time to get you caught up on some of the big headlines going on across the country. To do that, we like to play a game. What do we got today? Game
12: time! This
10: is game time. <laughs>
13: Game Star
10: on the Doug Gottlieb Show.
13: What'll it be, uh, Iowa Sam, today? Guess who? All right, let's do it. All right, Jason and Michael, guess who is new to Chicago and wants to be, quote, the icing on the cake for the Bears defense?
0: Wants to be the icing on the cake for the Bears defense. Well, Mike, since the Bears are your team, I'll give you first shot at this one. You can't say Mike Singletary. Trying to think of who they brought in. He could still get it done, though.
8: Um, His <laughs> not well, I mean, he. he I, I bet you he, he's nice and lean, and if nothing else, he'll stare you down. I mean, you added Quinn, but he's not a verbal guy, or hasn't been. Well, he's the biggest Maybe guy you had. gets.
0: Yeah, he's the only guy I can think of. <laughs> he's the only guy they added. I, I, I'll, I'll stick with you. I'll go Robert Quinn. You got it, Robert Quinn. Yeah. Right. Oh. Telling
13: NBC Sports Chicago, they already have the talent there. I know what I bring to the table, and I know what they had there already. With this formula, we can do something special this year. I'm just trying to bring the icing on the cake. Though, with it being Chicago, wouldn't there have been a more apt food analogy somewhere in there, like the pepperoni on the deep-dish pizza? I'm going to be the mustard
0: on the, on the sausage. That's what go. it's going to be. Kielbasa. Can beat it. Foles kitty, is going to be the uh... bun. We don't need Trubisky anymore. He can be like the grilled onions that fall on the ground. There it it you're, you're
8: one of those little sport <laughs> peppers that we put on top or the neon green uh, relish that go. scares the hell out of people. Talking uh, about yeah, Irish. they got to find a way to uh, get Khalil Mack uh, rolling. But the problem is, I think they in signing him, they put him in a room and he listened to a bunch of Dave Wanstead tape. because That sounds oh, eerily tough. familiar oh, to what Wanstead mm. said years ago. All, All the right. pieces are in place. Ugh. All right, Isaac, what's brought next, brought back buddy? some chills.
13: I wonder what yeah. Mark Trustman had to say uh, back oh. in the yeah, yeah. right, Don't guess. even start. <laughs> I'm going to jump through the fold line and,
8: and, and choke you out like a- it's a UFC match.
13: Abe Gibron, perhaps? Anyway, guess who oh. <laughs> has coached two college basketball <laughs> wow. teams to a national title but believes this upcoming season should be pushed back
0: until January. Oh, this is my favorite NCAA coach of all time, Rick Pitino, who actually has a pretty good point, I think.
13: I agree, and you're you're two for two. In a tweet yesterday, he said, Suggestion to the NCAA, push the start of the season back to January and only play league games. Buy some more time for a vaccine and to get things under control, although I can't wait to be back on the sidelines. The health of my players and staff is what's really important. Unquote. I say no.
8: No, no. Let's let's get it on because all these different schools, USC announced, hey, most of the stuff's going to be online. Fine. Let the players run amok on campus. They can still take their classes online and yet they'll be pretty much in their own bubble so they can go to work.
0: Yeah, I, I look at it this way. You're not really on a time. You don't have to start the season the beginning of November. You can start it later if you want to. You can play 20 to 25 games. Still have March I need Madness that Marathon or, Oil game. Or April Madness. <laughs> marathon Oil. You know how many Mar- Syracuse Marathon Oil games I went to when I was there? <laughs> way too many. Uh, no, I think you can push it. I think you can you, you can easily do that in January and get a lay of the land and see exactly how schools are going to be run uh, for the fall semester. One more, I.L., what do we got?
13: Finally, guess who plays for the Raiders? And sees, quote, special times ahead for his squad. I'll give you a hint. It's on the offensive line.
0: Boy, a Raiders player who's got special times ahead for the Raiders. Is Richie Incognito still there? Who would there? have said he's got special times ahead for the Raiders, boy. See, you had it until you told me it was, on, it was offensive line because I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be someone like Henry Ruggs or it's a. Close. Oh, I don't know. Who who was it that said they have uh, special times ahead?
13: Not Richie. I'll give you one more hint. Money. Oh, oh, Trent Brown. No. No. <laughs> Here's well, John. Gruden. Here's John Gruden's reaction. Are you out of your
8: mind? Are you out of your skull? <laughs> Rare pessimistic reaction from Gruden.
0: That sounded like straight out of A Few Good Men. Mm. Well, look, the, the Raiders are still living... Uh, uh, freebie life because they, now they're getting to Vegas. No fans are going to care. Fans aren't going to care for the two years if the Raiders don't win. It's like they've been operating. He's been operating with free money for the past couple years. That's two more. Doesn't matter if they win now. It's about being in Vegas. You at think no it's time. two more? I think that hangover
8: game, huh? Three game weeks.
10: Time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug today. This is your official 11 hours to Hamilton <laughs> announcement. 11 hours till Hamilton. And, you know, look, I was really surprised because normally when Disney Plus releases something, like whether it's Mandalorian or something else, uh, they do it at 8 o'clock in the morning, right? It's right around 8 o'clock East Coast time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do it. No, this is going to be right at midnight. Right at midnight, West Coast time, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. So we're getting, we're getting Hamilton in 11 hours. It's exciting. Something you uh, well
8: Mandalorian you created and financed all the way through. This mm-hmm. one you had to cut a huge novelty-sized check to Lin Manuel Miranda and yeah. company to get this to happen. So you want to get a couple extra plays in and get that extra get that money and subscriptions. Uh, Clickety click 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 rolling on through. But no, very excited here. We got to introduce Hamilton to uh, a friend of my daughter's yesterday. Uh, and she got it in the strange way of two daughters and me screaming out lyrics. It's like, oh, you didn't, you didn't know this. It's like, well, welcome aboard. Uh, here's our long drive. You are now going to listen to us sing uh, and run lines for the rest of the, this car trip.
0: <laughs> you know, I wish I wish this was one of those shows where I could, you know, take from go because doing the shows from home now, as most of us are uh, combination doing the shows in, in, in the studio from our mm-hmm. from our homes. Now, here is if I could walk outside of my office and walk into the living room, you would just hear my daughter blaring. You don't have the votes. You don't have the votes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my goodness. Because that's exactly what's going on in the living room right now. Because and she's going to want to stay up till midnight tonight just to get it. I guarantee it. She's going to find some way to finagle, delay going to bed. Can I stay up until midnight? It's like, okay, it's not like you can stay up until midnight and then go to bed. It's you stay up till midnight. It's a Two and a half hour yeah. thing. We're going to see. You're not staying up till two thirty in the morning. It's not going to happen. You know, because you maybe lay stay... down for a nap. It could maybe I let you stay up till midnight and you watch the opening song or two. Yes, but then it's going But then if I do that, that's a gateway. Because then it's a gateway. Oh, only two more. Oh, can we hear through Helpless? Oh, can we? Can we get through till the Battle of Yorktown? Oh, we're already at the intermission. Why don't we just hear the rest? Of it? I mean, it's it's gateway. I can't do it. can Well, happen. I got my crown and
8: my cape, so I'm ready for my. Uh my turns as king george uh later i mean look if we're going to do this let's do this right full costume full regalia Uh, i was uh watching some of the oldest clips going all the way back to 2009 uh Mm. when a young crafty lin-manuel miranda was hanging out at the white house and singing this and uh, doing all the parts himself jumping around on the stage with just a piano accompaniment and uh you know, it gets the blood moving because we like creativity. That's what we are. We're wordsmiths. Uh, yeah. And watch it. I, I can't rap. Uh, I can't do uh, you know, the freestyle. I can't do that to talk about the NFL restart or the bubble. Uh, but I can appreciate it and I'll celebrate it here.
0: Uh, you know, I always love that with the 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 bit of Lin Manuel Miranda doing the the rap for doing the song for. Uh, President Obama, because you can tell Obama is just patronizing him and clapping. Like, here's a song about Aaron Burr shooting Alexander – sorry, spoiler alert <laughs> – shooting Hamilton because he does the line, I'm the damn fool that shot him. Yeah, That's very nice. That's very – yeah, very – Wait, wait, he's do a Why musical. is he staring at me? Yes, no. that's <laughs> nice. He's going to do a musical about about, about Alexander. Okay, whatever. I, I wish him all the best of luck. Yes, good luck with that. You can tell it's just so patronizing it. Yeah, very funny. You have a funny lyric about shooting about Aaron Ale- Burr being that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now here it is, uh, you know, years later, the phenomenon it's become. And, oh, by the way, just an idea of – hey, in 2016, why don't we shoot, like, a movie version of this? Just in case. I mean, who knows? Maybe we want to do something with it at some <laughs> point. Maybe we don't. Who knows? And it's become, yeah. like, the last dance of of, uh, of entertainment now. Oh, we're getting Hamilton. Oh, my God, this is awesome. Just like all that old footage from last dance brought us this story, this is what we're having with Hamilton right now.
8: Well, but this was a... All right, we're already printing money, but there's still mm. a lot of people that can't afford tickets on the secondary market and miss out on the on-sale dates. So how do we turn their pockets out? Yeah. And then Disney came along and wrote a huge check. Yeah. <laughs> so then <laughs> that that's how this comes to be. And now you just have to pay your monthly subscription to the service. See how that all works? Now that, you know, you, you probably forget to cancel after Hamilton, but you got it for tonight and for hey, tomorrow or, and for the that holiday fi- weekend.
0: Remember that 500 grand we had to give to the director to shoot this? Yeah, that was a lot of money. Yeah, Disney's given us 50 million for it. So, exactly. uh, we're, we're going to make that back now. That's how Spare it's. Spare no go. expense. I mean, you start sounding like John Hammond in Jurassic Park. <laughs> sure. Spare no expense. Welcome to Fight Island. Uh, so today and yesterday really are big celebratory days in sports. And there's not many, look, it, it's been a rough last few months to say the least when it comes to everything going on in this country, coronavirus-wise and, and outside of it. Uh, but specifically coronavirus-wise because we finally have been able to change a conversation that we've had every day for three months. And and you know it, it amazes me, I don't want to say the mileage because it's not that we've been milking out th- this story, but every day, the daily drama and new bits of information we get as to when sports will return I don't think anybody ever foresaw that 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 doing this for a living what we do okay well what are you going to talk about with no sports how are you going to struggle I got we haven't struggled for many reasons you know if you can get outside of sports like 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 shows can like we can it's going to be great you know you'll be able to do things but the daily Question of how close are we with sports coming back is nobody saw the popularity of that, and by that I mean that it's taking up all the 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 talk on the various TV shows during the day on sports talk radio. Every day there was a bit there's a bit of advancement or lack of advancement from baseball, from football, from the NBA, and it really has carried us through these next three and a half months. But now today, yesterday, today, tomorrow are three big days because now officially baseball teams are reporting. They started reporting yesterday uh, where they're they're going through testing now and the players have to sit and wait for 24 to 48 hours. And then Friday is going to be the big workout day and there will hopefully be interviews and, and more of a pageantry of here comes Major League Baseball. But... This is such a big yesterday, today, tomorrow, because now we've changed the conversation. And instead of the conversation being every day, when is sports coming up, how is this going, we're, and, and we're, we're, we're losing and going in a circle, now it's okay. We are going to see the practical applications of coming back. And it's still going to be the daily... How does baseball get by this? But it's baseball with video of players working out and taking batting practice and pitching and doing interviews and hearing them talk about normal things like how so-and-so is going to work coming up from the minors and how they think this pitcher can win the fifth uh, starting spot on, on the team. You're still going to get, because it's still all about coronavirus and how you play and how you stay safe and going forward, but now we're getting actual baseball and we're getting the teams on the field. And it's like I felt we had to get to these days To really, because it's a benchmark day to get to the next level of conversation where sports really, you can tangibly see them coming back. Because all the talk before, and even now, the NBA. Orlando bubble stuff kind of sounds abstract a bit. That uh, okay because we haven't seen it in action yet, and you have all these visions in your head of what it's really going to be like. Uh, but now that baseball is here and we're going to get to see it, it's different. It's tangible. We've narrowed our focus now, and we are at the next phase. We talk about phases of the country reopening. We're at the next phase of sports reopening. Like we're at phase one forever, right? Phase one for so long. Now we're at phase two. Hey, teams are showing up, and then phase three is when they're actually going to be able to play games on can we get to phase four and phase five but we are in phase one of sports for so long can you do it and now we're in phase two because you're seeing baseball teams and you're seeing them report
8: every day a step forward right some hard lessons learned along the way maybe you get punched in the face and it's a step back but we've had momentum right different plans all the different thought bubbles and, and test balloons that went out there for baseball it was the same handful of writers all the time it's like everybody else just gave up and went and and played video games for a while uh with the nba we had a lot of silence and then okay now we've got our bubble idea and, and we proceed there with the nfl bit by bit uh you're seeing as they make adjustments but it's those are just still theoretical for the nfl and for the nba and as much as we like the bubble idea and we think that version 984.2 uh is the one that will work they're going to be constantly tweaking it right there's uh the MLS are there this coming week there's going to be learnings out of how they handled or didn't handle things right quarantining players with positive tests and how that all works so we, we have that with baseball I got excited yesterday seeing your arch nemesis Bryce Harper on a field Yeah, I gotta say, I was
0: excited seeing Bryce Harper too, and you know, you know how I feel about how I feel about Bieber Harper, you know. (laughs) No, but that's a pretty big deal, right? That you could say,
8: okay, this is the first star that we're seeing taking some long throws, swinging a bat. He's got his his hair up like he's hanging out with Liam Neeson in the uh, Star Wars movies. Uh, and he, That's he's so ranch. Liam Neeson. You could have
0: gone to anybody for long hair. You went to Liam Neeson.
8: Well, because he put it up in the
0: quasi ponytail kind of thing. He, he, he did. He did man bun it. Yes, he did. But You're how right. many
8: how many other man buns are there in the Star Wars universe?
0: Uh oh, boy. I don't know. I'm sure that? there's a blog for that. I'm sure there's a blog for that. You can find. I it. Have no. If you go to man bun Star Wars universe, <laughs> I'm sure there's like all kinds and of if entries. if John
8: Ramos it. were on the board, he would know yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Iowa <laughs> Sam. That is not his forte. <laughs> But when we get down to it. I don't get it. it. Exactly. There, there's just the the excitement of seeing guys on the field. And team by team, they're reporting. Uh, in Chicago, I know there's excitement because they also had the announcement that some lucky few are going to be able to buy tickets to sit uh, across the street in those apartments that have built the little stands up there. right? 25% capacity and – I have no idea what those are going to cost, probably a, a pretty penny, but it starts to uh, get the appetite whetted for actual baseball. And, and likewise, those pictures of Harper and him bringing up the Rocky quote, right? It's about how hard you can get up and keep moving forward. And that's what we have to do every day and try to navigate as we need to. Might be a little redirect here and there, but the, the first sport, the first team sport is making their way to their their venues. And if you're a baseball fan, hell, even if you're not, it is a positive sign for people trying to find solutions to a very difficult, sometimes seemingly untenable problem.
0: Yeah, and and you know what we're going to get here, which is really interesting when you you break it down. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon uh, in for Doug Gottlieb today is that you are going to see the first two sports come back and they're going to do it completely different ways right? You, the NBA is coming back in an Orlando bubble, right? We had everybody together. and We're going to see if this works. And as I've told you, I'm a bubble convert. I went from this is a bad idea. You're not going to be able to to figure everything out. There's too many moving parts to this may be the best way forward because at least you have everybody under one roof per se and you are looking out for them at all times. Whereas if you leave everybody to their own devices, who knows what could happen? You introduce too many variables. And baseball's doing it the exact opposite. We're gonna do, Everybody's going to be in their own home park and we're going to be able to go out and they're going to work out and everybody's still going to get tested every day. But you have the bubble idea versus the can we do it how – close to normal that we've always done it. And that's going to be the fascinating way. Which way is going to work better? Because I guarantee you all the other sports, the NFL, college football, college basketball, everything else that's waiting, the winter sports that are going to come in the fall, they're going to say, okay, what's going to work? You know, And, and, and that's why I have no problem pushing the football season and pushing the college basketball season like Rick Pitino said because you want some time to see what works. Right. You want to say, okay, what works? What works better? Let's get some time for the bubble to see if that works. Or maybe Major League Baseball has it right. And if football would push the beginning of their season to the middle of October, then you'd get to see the practical applications of both of these, because if football is still bent on reporting the end of July, well, what are we going to get? Baseball will have been playing for a grand total of three or four days. So you're not really going to have a lot to do there. And basketball is still going to be a couple of days away from actually starting. So you're not going to have any any real data to say, okay, this is what works and this is what doesn't, because whatever idea works the best, all the other sports are going to do. If the bubble works great and the NBA plays the rest of their season and Major League Baseball has problems, everybody's doing the bubble idea. And, and, and football's going to be in a bubble somehow, whatever they can do. Conversely, if the bubble doesn't work and Major League Baseball's figured out, okay, the, the risk is not that big a deal and, and, and we, we can trust the players that's the way everybody's going to do it but if you have football starting everybody's reporting the end of uh, July there's no time you know and, and there's no reason why you can't have this go the beginning from the middle of October and on because the thing about football is this is that the only reason, we think the football season is quote in jeopardy right now or is up in the air is because football is bent on sticking to their timeline of we start when we want to and we we everything we've done so far has been whatever the coronavirus has going on we're still going to do our league series we're going to go through free agency we're going to do the draft we're going to have the schedule release, we're doing all of these things now they're bending a little bit with changing the the preseason games from 4 to 2 but football's not under a timeline. They don't have to get done by any time. They could start in December if they wanted to. Yes, you would push the next league year down a little bit. Maybe you play 12 games, but if this is to get in a whole season, college football can start January 1st if you wanted to, and you can play two and a half months and then go right to the ball. You don't need three weeks in between the end of a season and bowl games or between that and the national championship game. Yes, you would compress the off-seasons a little bit, but the only thing that is that has the NFL and college football season in jeopardy right now is their own hubris and their own spite of we start when we want to because if you open yourself up to hey push a little bit learn and then figure it out you we'd have a better chance of playing the entire football season without any kind of starts and stops we wouldn't be worrying about it if you told fans right now hey we're going to push the start of the season to the beginning of November but we are playing 100 fans would say great Awesome, we're going to play, we got it, you're telling me? Okay, I'll be ready to start beginning in November. And everything else can go according to. In college football, you can wait until the players actually get a chance and, and, and colleges get back to come to campus. Can you actually have people on campus? USC is saying, hey, we're going, to, we're going to have distance learning for the beginning of school now. Give schools a month or a month and a half to figure things out, and then you know, yes. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive.
2: Terms and conditions apply.
0: We can play. Yes, we can have athletes on campus or we can't. It just makes sense. But football is so stuck in in their own, this is how we do it, that you can't get out of your own way. If you decided to do that, there's no time constraints for the football, college football season, none at all.
8: All right, let me address the USC thing first. Uh, They they and other uh, universities across this country that want to do distance learning in the fall, that's fine. That means the football players can run amok on a campus with nobody else there, and it's just them in their own mini bubble, which is as big as the campus. They still do distance learning online, and they get ready for a football season. Boom, done. Uh, As for the rest of it, you can't guarantee that they'd be ready in November, right? You could take learnings from the NBA, from Major League Baseball, apply, et cetera, but there's still no perfect scenario here, right? A vaccine isn't a cure, and you're still dealing with a, a lot more variables and well, a lot more players to that end in terms of how this game. Moves forward. So I would like to think in the league office, in addition to whatever other outstanding disciplinary measures are there, hi Antonio Brown, that you've got a number of different plans in place. You might not be verbalizing them and putting them out up for public consumption to be batted around like a beach ball like the NBA and Major League Baseball did. Major League Baseball was more just here's our labor battle, but the NBA was how how about this? How about that? And then they went quiet. And then they came back eventually with the bubble after weeks of rumor and tinkering in the media and everybody's starting to chirp about it a little bit. So now we, we have these systems set up before the NFL. College is always just tricky because every conference looks at football differently, right? It's wholly in the South and and where we're looking the SEC world. Uh, here where we are in Southern California, I think there's a lot of, do we have to play? Do I need to see these two teams in action to some level? Uh, uh, Clay Helton uh, and company and and Chip Kelly as as we get rolling. I mean, it's just looked at differently. But all in all, you know, there's there's no perfect way to go through this, Jason. So I I know you want to minimize risk as you can, but you can't stall forever. Ah, but saying so yeah.
0: Say let's just let's just be smart about it and, and figure out a day when it can start. If right. you, know, but, but you again, don't go to the man, beach that, on a rainy day, you it. say Let, let's do it another couple. of, Let's do it when the sun is out. I mean, it's just it's it's unprecedented times we're in. Unprecedented. Yeah, but we can't keep saying all right, another
8: six weeks, and then uh, by by time that that perfect spot hits, we might be celebrating the next anniversary of Jaws next June.
0: Mm. Or, or we, by the time it hits, we, we're not having, you know, 40 or 50 new thousand coronavirus cases a day. So there could be that, too. It's, it's, look, a lot of it's a risk. A lot, a lot of it is what to do, you know, how to do it. But, but to think that you're under the time constraints of it, that's the big thing. That's the big thing that football, and that's why I'm glad they're a little flexible with what's going on now, and hopefully they can be a little bit more flexible.
10: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
6: We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
0: Happy Thursday. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb today. Uh, We got what does the Fox say coming up in a few minutes. Got some big NBA stories to get to, but there is no one better. To talk NBA with, and the man joining us now on the hotline. You can follow him on Twitter at the Ryan Hollins. That's at the Ryan Hollins. You see him on Fox, on ESPN, everywhere else. It is the aforementioned friend of the show, Ryan Hollins. What's happening, man? How you been?
14: What's up, bros?
0: What's going what on? on, dude? It's been a
14: minute, man. How you doing? <laughs> doing, doing good, man. Hanging in as, as best we can. Uh, if, if you think about it, Mike. Me and you were going back and forth like, ah, things are things going to shut down? We don't think so. Wow, that seems a bit much. I mean, gosh, were we wrong. Oh, oh. Yeah.
0: Operation shut down on a whole other level.
14: Oh, man.
0: Hey, has any team called you to come uh, be a fill-in player in the bubble?
14: <laughs> listen, I haven't gotten that phone call, baby. But, bye, listen, give me a week. Give me a hot week, and I am
0: ready. Ah, yes, yes. All right. If someone yes, called yes. you right now and said, "How many up downs could you give us? How many? How many up downs could you give us if if we signed you? How many could you do?" Oh, up
14: down. I mean, I I'll I go till I pass out. Like there is no number. Like like the, like the mental part of it. The, the, like the crazy part of it is still in there. Okay, there's no number. I, I'm going till I pass out. Like. <laughs>
0: And there's Ryan Hollins, who is completely passed out on the floor. Timeout. They want to talk it over as they pull his body off of the floor. I don't <laughs> think Hollins will be coming back in. Uh, I mean, that well, would be well, you got to be...
8: simulate Marv because he's not going to the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: oh, not gosh. exactly what Ryan Hollins had in mind. Faceplant. That's how it would be. Oh
10: uh, god.
0: But uh, so where are you on the bubble? You know, I, I got to admit, I'm a bubble convert because at first I thought, how are you going to pull this off? There's too many moving pieces. You know, look, DeMar DeRozan said today, it's overwhelming. It's frustrating. I get that. But in the end, Ryan, I think like, this may be the only thing that lets us play because we need a, an overarching force like the NBA to be looking out for all of the players to keep them all healthy. Where are you on the bubble?
14: Hey, I'm all in. And uh, the one thing that you, you can be assured of is that the NBA has de- and the NBPA have done their due diligence of just seeing how the bubble could and, 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 and would work. Uh, and, and keep in mind, there's so many sponsors of the NBA. There's so many deals that are in play. And then the, the sponsors that sold NBA rights to television. You know, thinking about Turner and, and ESPN and various uh, Gatorade, McDonald's, various other uh, outlets. Uh, so you want to make good on those relationships. And, and and not just even beyond that, I think about the beautiful relationships the NBA had met because, you know, think about UCLA. Under Armour talking about pulling out, you know, things yeah. are going on over there. But, you know, there's just understanding that, hey, COVID-19 is happening and we got to get back to playing basketball. And I, I have trust in this system that's going to get put in place so that we can actually continue to play. And if you look at some of these other leagues the NBA bubble may be a a, a bit of a foundation to to take from, you know, we're talking about NFL even getting started up and traveling and how is that going to work? So uh, this may be the way that sports is played uh, from here on out, at least in in the immediate future.
8: Short-term work into the bubble, Ryan, but we got a couple of guys that have opted out uh, a couple that are still on the fence, right? We're still waiting on Lou Williams and Dwight Howard. Avery Bradley is out. Um, how does that sit in the locker room? As much as people may say publicly, I understand he's got to do him, is that really where it ends?
14: Every every reason is different. Everyone is completely different. Um, Trevor Reeves, I play with Trevor, good. Like, brother of mine, man, I love Trevor to death. There's no question there. And, and Trevor, this is the month where he's with his kid. And mm-hmm. the one thing I know about Trevor, you know, personally for other reasons, um, he does not play around with family. He doesn't play around with kids. So, uh, for him missing, uh, I think that's absolutely understandably so. Uh, every Bradley, that that's a little brother of mine right there, man. I, I played in Boston with him. He has the heart of a champion, and, and and everybody knows the way he leaves it on the floor, night in and night out. This isn't like a lazy guy, uh, sloppily, you know, you know, getting up and down the floor in the NBA. And his kid has respiratory problems, so you know. He doesn't want to risk anything there. So uh, th- there's definitely understanding from teammates. You never want to get in another guy's situation or another guy's pockets because uh, that could easily be you one day. Uh, but mm-hmm. if a guy comes with a reason that's not quite that valid or not understood, uh, you-, you could have some sour feelings towards a player uh, in, a- in a locker room.
0: So what about you, if it was you? You were playing, you're in the middle of your career, and, and, and everything is going, it's okay, it's time for you to go. Are you all-in going? Are you going with reservations? Are you not going? Where are you if, if this was you, you're here, you're, your decision to go in and go play?
14: Man, I I, I played 10 years in the association. I was uh, on a Boston Celtics team that, you know, was a game away from going to the to the championship. Please don't remind me. No, thank you, LeBron. Uh, that <laughs> happened. I was a part of the Lob City Clippers team here and I know the goal is always to get a championship so I I would I would be all in on playing uh I I couldn't wait to get back to the bubble and the reality is a lot of these guys are already you know have been training and kind of working out or sneaking into gyms here and there so you uh, you're really excited for the for this season to end and like you know like 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 dude like where's the ending like we had all these amazing storylines Giannis out to the battling LeBron for MVP. Uh, you know Kawhi Leonard. Is he the king of the NBA? Uh, the Lakers and Clippers rivalry start started heating up. You know uh, Jason Tatum over there for the Boston Celtics. You know, you, you know he was surprising a lot of guys. Uh, Paul George getting healthy uh, for the Lakers. There, there's just so much going on in the NBA that you know you got to have a, a good ending, man. We're, we're not we're not talking about the ending. Uh, what, what, what if somebody's volleying for, uh, what is Game, Game of Thrones, man? The last season of Game of Thrones, man. We, we got to have a bang to this, man. It, it's been too good, baby.
12: It's been too good.
0: <laughs> Ryan Hollins, Ryan with Hollins. Us here. <laughs> on Fox Sports Radio. He's on Twitter at the Ryan Hollins. All right, now, you would get there. You, you would be excited to get it. There's going to be some teams that are going to want to show up and be a little nervous and go, you know what, we're not going to win the championship. I'm here for eight games or eight games in one playoff round, and I'm going to go home. How many teams are just there to put in the appearance because they have to? Out of, the, out of the 22 teams that are going, how many do you think are just there, we want to play, we're ready to go home? How many are there to say, we're ready to go win a championship?
14: Well, man, listen, in our reality of realities, there's three teams that,
0: that you can sit back
14: and say legitimately have a championship shot. Like, we, we would favor. We feel comfortable with Milwaukee, uh, the Lakers, and the Clippers. Uh, As far as the teams who probably don't have a shot, I mean, we can point them out pretty easily or the teams just kind of going on vacation. And, you know, we saw Davis Bertrand say, yeah, I'm not sure about joining this deal. So obviously the Wizards, the Kings, and a handful of other guys are just kind of going along for the ride. Uh, And and as far as, you know, a championship, you know, I'll give you some teams that I think believe they have a shot. They're going all in. And, uh, you know, I've been a part of those internal
0: talks. You've put it off long enough.
2: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
14: Folks in the locker room where you really feel like, hey, like it's us against the world. Uh, I, I think the Miami Heat are someone to look out for. Uh, we talked about the, the Boston Celtics a little earlier uh, the Houston Rockets have really gone all in on the championship. They've gone all in on small ball guys. And, you know, obviously small ball. You make a move like that because you feel like it gives you an edge uh, to go and, and win a championship. Um, and, and let me think of a, another team. Another team. Oh, Eastern Conference, because I think the East is a whole lot more wide open. Uh, the reigning champions, you know, right? That sounds weird. You're like, reigning champions? Are you talking about the Lakers? No, no, no. I'm talking <laughs> about uh, the, the, the Toronto Raptors. Uh, I think they've been defensively sound all year. You know, you minus Kawhi, that's not a small minus, but uh, th- those guys went went through the war, and they definitely had a part in the championship last year. All
8: right, one more. I'm going to take you back to the bubble. Uh, and conceptually, if there was one question about how this all comes together that you could ask the commissioner, uh, what what's the one variable in here that you would want to ferret out?
14: How 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 strict are we going to be on who gets in and who gets out? You know, I was, I was joking with a with a current player yesterday, and I said, man, I. I I won't be surprised if Jack Nicholson was courtside in that bad boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to, Like, like, are we selling like exclusive tickets? Like, I mean, nice. like, my God! Like, think about what that fan experience would be like. Like, Denzel. You know what I'm saying? Like Drake, Jamie Foxx. Like, like, so like these. Super fans, I forget my the name of my guy who drives the old school car around. He's got always oh, the, the leather pants and the cowboy hat and all that. You know, if I talk about it, I'm forgetting his name. But, like, like imagine, like, are we allowing super fans? Can you buy your way into the bubble? Like, how deep is this? If you get a test, you're you're clear. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who is going to be there? So I'm intrigued of what is it going to look like? And uh, I I talked to a number of guys. There's this anxious feeling about getting in, and I understand it. And 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 there's uh, like a nervousness of what to expect in there. But I I feel a a number of guys that they're ready. Dude, they're ready to get back and play basketball. And too often, guys, forgive me if I'm wrong. I feel like we project our own insecurities onto NBA players, and NBA players are at least in their minds somewhat bulletproof. And that's how you have to be to compete in the NBA, but looking at LeBron, look at A D, look at look at Paul like look at these guys. Like they're ready to go and
0: play basketball. Now now lastly on this, just because you, you brought it up, I, I could tell by your Twitter account, you weren't the happiest to hear Adam Silver saying, I'm gonna come and go as I please. You know, all <laughs> the players have to stay, oh, but I I'm gonna show up. Hey, I'll say hey, I'll pop out, I'll pop back in. I, I could tell you're not a big fan of Commissioner Silver saying that.
14: Listen, here's the one thing. Hats all to Commissioner Silver, everything that he's done. Uh, but I think this is a decision that he's going to have to rethink. Uh, he's either going to have to Skype himself in uh, in the beginning and show up for the, for the ceremony. You know what I'm saying, guys? Like, Like, who knows, maybe he can, like, Uh, uh, what's the, the, on the futuristic movies, like, the guy has, there's, like, a a 3D layout of him or whatever. Uh, Oh, hologram?
8: (laughs) Yeah, hologram. The Adam (laughs) Silver hologram. (laughs) Hello, gentlemen. You know?
14: But, like, no, I I mean, like, seriously, but, like, you can't, we're all blasting, like, who's going to be the idiot to step out the bubble and think he comes back and ruin his team's playoff chances. Like, we're all talking about that. Like, myself and Brendan Haywood were, like, dude, there's no way that 2011 Wizards team, you know, goes into the bubble and doesn't ruin everything. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Contaminate so Like, we were joking on, and it's like, dude, like, Adam, you can't do this. Like, we're already, like, from the media perspective, we're already drilling the players and say, don't do it. Don't be that guy. So, like, Adam, you gotta be in and out, in my opinion, and I understand there's a business of basketball much further than myself or you or anybody knows or things that happen, so... I just think as a uh, – or if you're going to do it, Adam, just don't tell us, okay? Go out the Mickey Mouse exit. Go out that exclusive bad boy and don't tell us. But <laughs> I, I, I don't think it was the, the best message, man, because we're trying to corral these guys into, you know, respecting the rules and regulations of the bubble for everybody's safety. And, like, I think beyond this, like, unless a player has a preexisting condition, they're, they're, to my knowledge, they're going to be fine. But a lot of coaches and, and equipment, man, and assistant trainers – they're fifty, sixty years plus. There's someone down there that could be at risk. So, you know, the last thing you want to do, man. We love, we love the NBA staff. You don't want to put anybody at risk by doing such.
0: You can follow him on Twitter at the Ryan Hollins. That is at the Ryan Hollins. Hear him right here on Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports One. You can see him ESPN everywhere. Uh, great to catch up with you, my friend. We'll talk soon. Thanks so much.
14: Hey, for stuff, fellas. <laughs> All right. See
0: you, brother. Be good. great stuff there from Ryan Hollins.
10: <laughs> Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
6: Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you their fearless guide to this fascinating world.
1: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
3: If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a walk mile, a mile in, my in, in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change
1: that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
6: Walk a mile in my shoes.
0: Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, in for Doug today here on Fox. Got a big NBA story coming up in a few minutes. But speaking of the NBA, it's going to be the big topic of our next game. Take it away. And now. (laughs) (laughs) What does the Fox say? Say, 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 say. This was Shannon Sharp from earlier today on Undisputed. The best two-way player in the NBA might not be who you think it is.
14: Hell no. Oh, Kawhi is not close zero. to be the both. No, no. You really? can't be. How you going to skip? He's game managed 13 games. That's 20% of the games huh. they played. First of all, Giannis is the best two way player. Oh. Anthony Davis is the second best two way player. Really? Kawhi... Skip, Kawhi... Kawhi is not the same guy that he was prior to that injury. He doesn't routinely take the best opposing player on a nightly basis.
1: He oh. passes that off. No, no, no. He passes that off to Paul George on a lot of occasions. Mm. Patrick Beverly also takes that on occasion. Mm. So, no, he's not the best two-way player. Mm. That distinction goes to goes to Giannis. Anthony Davis is the second.
14: But the best player, mm. <laughs> y'all know, mm. he was out of Akron, Ohio. Really? Oh, Gold James. Is that right?
0: Huh? Yep. All right, so best two-way player. You had a bit of a discrepancy right there. I'm actually going to choose door number three because if you want to – Go back and forth between Kawhi and Giannis. These are guys that are going to, hey, when they step up defensively, look, these guys can play great. They've made great athletic plays, and they, they stay out of the perimeter. They can sag down low. They're terrific. But as far as defensive player, because Anthony Davis alters how you attack the rim and attack the team, because it's not just how good of a defensive player he is with his block shots and, and steals down low. It's not just that, but the, just his presence – down low forces you to think about different ways to attack the rim. So, th- because he affects it that way and attacks your strategy more because it doesn't matter who has the ball, you still have to account for Anthony Davis whereas, you know, for Giannis or Kawhi, well, who has the ball, well that that's the guy you got to worry about. No, whoever has the ball, that's where you have to make plan, okay, AD is going to do X Y and Z. Here's the best way to try to get to the rack and get a hoop. I'm going Anthony Davis.
8: Yeah, I mean, when we get into the two-way Two way argument, it's awful difficult to overlook Anthony Davis, right? When you're talking about two and a half shots blocked per game plus however many altered as you do those unofficial statistics along the way. Uh but you'll you take Davis and LeBron always gets his mention there. You saw Shannon even tried to Jump him into the conversation yeah. earlier. It's like no, no, well, no. LeBron not yet. Not picks yet, his spots.
0: Yet. LeBron picks yeah. his spots, and because you see him do it yes. in the finals, that's because oh boy, LeBron is what a great defender. Now LeBron kind of picks his spots, and, oh, and right. see, He's crafty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You'll yeah. see it in the finals if AD gets there, if Giannis gets there, you'll get more of an appreciation for what they do because you will see them on the biggest stage. You know that that's kind of where you're going. We have yet to see those guys get there, so that's what yeah. that. You're going to see that. But because you see LeBron, it's, oh boy, LeBron. Now, LeBron kind of does it, you know, not, not all the time. Remember, it was not too long ago. He's being pushed out to play defense no,
8: that's in the right. middle Kusma of the game. So there is the that. Backs. That's yeah. right. No, so I, I don't put him in uh, as the two way. And I, I like that he disqualified Kawhi from the amount of games that he took off. Still probably the best when he's on. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to go Giannis. Rebounding game is up. Uh, the blocks are at one per, and just that length. Uh, makes you change up directions, makes you make an extra pass. And anytime you've got to have an extra touch, that's extra chaos uh, by the opponent. You see how stifling the defense was from Milwaukee so give me Giannis uh especially because he also gives us the best dad jokes on the internet so that pushes him over the top (laughs) yeah and also
0: let's just realize it's not like Kawhi's played in 30 games he's played in over 50 games you know so I mean it's not like oh he's barely played no he he took some time off and now he's over 50 he's only a couple of games behind where Giannis is at at 57 so so, but you have that opinion of oh he just doesn't play at all no he, he took a little bit of time off he's okay
8: it's enough to make you disqualify him here.
0: <laughs> Twitter at How About a fresco, Mike at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, not one, but two NBA bubbles. We got the latest, Fox.
10: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
0: Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside Hour 3 of the Doug Gottlieb Show. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon in for Doug today. And I uh, got a very special guest And his nine-year-old daughter coming up in about 20 minutes. It's going to be an awesome, awesome visit. Uh, But we have big news that has just come in from the NBA. You heard Isaac Lowenkron talk about it a few minutes ago. Uh, Agent Wojnarowski, ESPN senior NBA insider, uh, put this out on Twitter about 20 minutes ago that the NBA – is not ha- it's, it's like contact with Jody Foster. Not one way to travel, but two ways to travel. Not one <laughs> bubble the NBA is going to have in Orlando. But the NBA is closing in on signing off on a second bubble in Chicago for the eight teams that were not invited to play in Orlando. So the Knicks can go to the NIT of bubbles. Uh, this will <laughs> enable mini training camps and subsequent games against other clubs with a target date of September. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski and Jackie McMullen of ESPN both having this story. So mainly what it means is this. We're going to have the NBA play the rest of the regular season, or try to play the rest of the regular season and the playoffs in the bubble in Orlando. And then in September, the teams that were not invited – Uh, to play because you're too far back uh, to make the playoffs they're going to have a mini bubble of their own to have some kind of training camps and games against other teams so in theory what this does is this makes it equal footing for the teams not invited to be able to have some time on the court to play because look let's face it with so much time between the the pausing of the NBA season and the restart. Now you're going to have a lot of teams playing in August and, and into September. So when the NBA does restart later on this year for the 2020, 2021 season, These teams are going to have more of an advantage because they'll have just played more recently, and Mm -hmm. these eight teams aren't going to have it. So this kind of levels the playing field now that says, okay, we're going to have these teams play here in August and September, and great, here's a mini bubble in September as well for the other eight teams so they get to play. I'm sure they'll have some kind of crazy-ass championship. Maybe the Knicks can win that. When there's only eight teams, maybe the Knicks can win. Who knows? Uh, There's a trophy in the shape of a hot dog. It doesn't matter. Maybe you get down to three teams the Knicks can win, down to one team (laughs) the Knicks can win can win. Who knows? Uh, but this is going to serve as the that equaling to the teams that are playing right now. Then I'm sure you're going to have a shorter training camp when the NBA does start later on this year. And I would think in the end... The, the NBA wanting to start around the, the normal time. Hey, we're going to come back and, and play in November. I got to think that's going to get pushed a little bit. I think we're going to be back to more of a December start sure. for the NBA even later because it sounds great and ambitious now, but you're going to pull this off and you're going to play all the way through and then you're going to have the teams play in September and you have these teams play here and then suddenly you're going to wait a month and turn around and have another long full season. I mean, that's a lot. You know, players mentally have been through a ton, you know, in the end NBA and, and, and in other sports they're gonna go through it as well, but basketball more than anything because the resumption of the season has always been, you know, what are we gonna do? We gotta stay in shape and be ready to play. And it's different from Major League Baseball where it's, hey, we're hoping we're gonna play and we're staying in shape and we're, you know, we're throwing and we're fielding and we're hitting. But really the NBA has been, okay, we've been in pause for a long time. Mentally you're gonna to need to give these players a break. And that's why I think in the end it's gonna wind up getting pushed a bit. You're gonna play in December, maybe even later, and maybe you wind up with a brand-new calendar, right? You wind up with a 70-game calendar. You start a little bit later, and and that really stems the tide of where the NBA was at because you were at loggerheads with an 82-game season and teams playing back-to-back and players basically just sitting out the front or back ends of back-to-backs, the season has grown too long in the NBA. The NBA has become a year-round sport, and so you're going to need to actually cut the games so it could wind up being one of those happy accidents where, hey, we're going to play 70 games instead of 82. Yes, it's less money, but you're talking about regular season games. You're talking about a better product, and when NBA... Owners have gone this long without any revenue. Hey, we're back to 70-game-a-year revenue? Okay, we're missing five or six games piece. Ap- All right, uh, we can deal with that. We, we can deal with that if that's going to make the players happy and the players are driving the bus on everything going on in the NBA now. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if that was part of this chain reaction where first bubble in Orlando, they finish, second bubble, They have to push the start because they realize the players are exhausted, need a break, need some time away, back with their families. We have a 70-game season, and that's what we wind up adopting in full in future seasons in the NBA.
8: Yeah, I mean, we've always been looking for that Christmas target date, right? Is it's long been said, ever since they shuttered the blue-gray game. Uh, yeah, that's right. My homage annually to the blue-gray game uh, and betting on Christmas morning uh, that we don't get to do. Ever since the uh, NBA took that over, that seemed like the obvious starting point. So maybe we get to that, and obviously it's all the massaging of the local and national TV rights and where the monies are and how that flow, uh, and we certainly have that. Sell more patches on the jerseys maybe uh, as well. But uh, for the bu- second bubble, it feels like that college football bowl game, right? We're only going to the one that's played on December 18th. So on a grand scale, it doesn't mean a lot, but we get an extra month of practice. So let's go <laughs> and let's roll, right? Free agency in the draft and everything still have to play out, but... You're still looking at a core, and if you have some younger players at the end of the bench who haven't hit many minutes, maybe you give them a more extensive look through uh, and look-see here uh, in the 18 bubble. Now, granted, the level of competition isn't fierce, they are the eight teams that were left out for a reason, uh, but you at least get a, a little more of, of a look. See, I'm trying to do it with a straight face, but that was
0: well. Of course, listen, you give myself credit for that one. <laughs> <laughs> look, the thing is, none of the t- none of the teams who got left out are upset at being left out. They're not making the play. They were done. Oh, look, Steve Kerr, you could say, "Listen, hey, bring the Warriors. You, we're going to put everybody's record at zero and zero. And you have, a, and Steve Kerr would say, "Yeah, no, we're done. We're not playing. No, this our, season. My guys are all those teams." That, were yeah, they'll
8: come and do some workouts, but that's it.
0: <laughs> no, they, they, look, that that's how it's going to be. Every team that didn't get invited is happy because they're too far out. Look, a lot of teams that got invited – to go aren't going to be happy. And you're no, going to see sure. a lot of teams that are going to go in there, and you're going to be able to tell right away these are teams that are there to play their eight games and go home, or eight games and one series in the yep. playoffs and then go home. You're going to see a lot Absolutely. of sweeps. You're going to see a lot of ser- series aren't going to go seven games because it's not going to be the back and forth of, boy, they'll take these two at home and then they'll win these two at home. You're playing on neutral courts. You're going to be able to tell right away the teams that are in it to try to win a championship and the teams who want to go home. And that's why winning a title is going to be both easier and harder in the bubble because harder because you're dealing with all kinds of stuff outside of just playing the game, but easier because when the playoffs start, everybody's all in. Hey, we can pull an upset. We can do this. We can make this run. Many teams are going to say, you know what? We just want to show up, play, and go home. And that's it, and we're done, and we need some stressful relaxation of, of what's been going on and, and coming back and the nervousness that's being built up with coming into play. So you'll be able to tell that right away. And playoff series are going to be short, and eventually we're going to get to the cream and the teams who really want to win, and those are going to be the teams there at the end that are going to be the Lakers and the Clippers and the Celtics and you know maybe the Raptors and the Bucks. Those are going to be the teams that are left there at the end, and the Rockets. That's who you're going to wind up seeing in the end in the last couple of rounds because those are the teams that say we can win a title we're ready to go do it
8: well what's also the curiosity here is if we can inject some truth serum to this whole thing of how many of these teams have really actually been working out in groups already right It can't just be the rumored lebron and a bunch of guys at a rich guy's court right i, I gotta believe you know and and there were all those jokes at the beginning uh of the pandemic of these guys don't even have a rim to play on so you have to ship them gear they don't have any weights. They don't have any any fitness balls or bands or anything else. I'm like, I'm not buying that. I mean, obviously you have your facilities, and why spend your own money on stuff uh, when you can't? But I got to imagine there's a little bit of of stuff that had found its way to players to get them ready. So you'll have teams that that are all in and ready to roll uh, as the bubble opens up. And they've been playing outside, right? We've been talking about that for weeks as well, guys that were playing in pickup games at the park and and hanging out and everything else. It's going to be a lot safer in the bubble, right? You're not eliminating anything 100%. You can't, uh, as we've talked about, unless you're laying in the corner of your house, no food coming in or out, all canned and dry good from the basement that have been sitting there for a while Mm -hmm. and you've not gone to get gas, take a walk around the neighborhood or done anything outside your house. Everybody's got some slight percentage of chance based on where you've been, the pharmacy, the grocery store, et cetera. Likewise, the bubble for the NBA. Once they're there, they're still probably safer than wherever they've been playing ball and getting together. So, you know, some of that will be the sigh of relief. And maybe they're tired of their families. Okay, I don't, I don't want to be that guy.
0: I don't want You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all terrain tires for on and off road adventure.
8: be that too guy late. but I feel too like late. I need to be that guy no, too to late. say you know what I'm I've been staring at your face too for four late four months now I taught you English I taught you math and we read a lot of Shakespeare
0: together I'm done <laughs> you're breathing too loud you've been breathing too loud for the past three <laughs> days and it's really pissing me off okay uh, look I and, and here's the other thing about the the second bubble is that how many teams are going to want to go I mean, do these teams want to go? I mean, in theory, they're going to go, well, it's an uneven playing field now. Okay, we got another bubble for you guys in September. Oh, uh, well, I'm not saying we want to do that. I, I would just rather just complain that we didn't get invited and not have to worry <laughs> about the repercussions. I, I, I don't know they really want to go and do this in September. So I wonder if you're going to see teams that are going to want to opt out of the bubble in September, too. It I, like, just it, it's just
8: a group of guys showing up to play. It's
0: it's really I – mean,
8: it quasi-teams.
0: <laughs> it's human. It's human nature to feel that way. And you know, a, a bigger point on both of these things that I think we have to remember when it comes back to players who are playing baseball and players who are playing in the NBA and, and any athlete is that yes, they make a lot of money. And 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 this has always been at the root of of any sort of underlying Jealousy or hatred that fans have of players. Well, they make the money. They should do this. They should do this. They should do this. And yeah, okay. With great money comes great responsibility. But what, just you try under- to steal
8: from Spider-Man. Come
0: well, on. it's kind of a different Spider-Man. You know, I mean, it would be a different movie if Spider-Man was rich. You know, just some rich guy. <laughs> like if, if Spider-Man was Iron Man. You know, or Ben Affleck. What's your superpower? I'm incredibly rich. But just to understand for a second, think about uh, every day our lives right now as we try to navigate life through the the coronavirus pandemic is that at your job, most likely you're Managers, your bosses have figured out ways. to okay, how you can continue to work and social distance and do your job from home. And we're going to make it safe for you. And if you don't feel comfortable coming in, we don't feel comfortable coming in. Look here at Fox. That's what they did right away. They said, listen, we're going to get people uh, boxes so they can do shows from home. So if you want to, feel, so so you guys can all feel safe and do the shows from home. This is this is how we're going to do it. And it's been it's been great for us. You know, being able to continue to do this programming every single day. We're very fortunate. In in, in that extent. And anybody who has a job that has allowed themselves to continue to do their jobs from home are very fortunate. You know, look, we, we, we talk about what the unemployment rate is and hopefully we get past this and everybody gets back to work. But for people who are working through this, by and large, their their place of employment has been very. Not, not, I don't want to say optimistic, but they've been very uh, forward and, and understanding in doing a job, remotely doing it from home, doing it so you stay safe, can take care of family and work. Now think about the NBA for a second, where the NBA has been told, yeah, because of what we do, you kind of have to show up and come together, and we understand you are putting your health at risk to come play. Because that's one thing the NBA can't say it that way. But you really are. Because NBA players, you're safe at home. If you're not going out, you're not doing anything, you're safe at home. But now we're telling you, you have to work. You have to come in. You have to show up here. We're going to put you in a situation that anybody in the country would say is unsafe. Dr. Anthony Fauci would say, whoa, not social distancing. And you're going to have to play hard. You have to be near people. You have to be breathing on each other. You are going to have to do this. You are putting your health at risk to go play basketball. So understand for a second that they're being asked to do what likely many of us are not. How would we feel at Fox Sports Radio if our bosses, Don Martin and Scott Shapiro, said, hey, yeah, we're going forward with programming, great, but you guys got to all come in and do your shows like normal. I go, wait a minute, the the country says we should be social distancing. Nope, you and Harmon are going to be three feet away from each other like you normally are. You're going to work with everybody else in the studio, and we're going to have the update uh, anchors are going to be in, and we have our producers, we have our interns who are going to be in. They're going to be working just like normal. You would say, oh, wait a minute, hang on a second. Let's let's try to figure this out. I don't know that I'm down with this. NBA players, Major League Baseball athletes, they have no choice. They have to do this. They have to go through this. So every, when you want to sit here and say, "Ah, guys don't want to go play," guys don't want realize that they're putting their health at risk to go play. Yes, they're going to be getting paid a lot of money, and they're going to be in a resort in Walt Disney World to do this. But they're asked to do something that really hardly any of us are asked to do, and that is put our health at risk to continue to be employed. And that's a big thing for them.
8: Yeah, I mean psychologically, you've got to figure out where that line is, right? Also, in what you can afford expectations, family, team reliance. Like, there's there's a lot of considerations, right? We certainly don't want to trivialize it or minimize it, and it's what I've argued all along, Jason. Everybody re- it reduced, many people reduced the, I don't want to say everybody, I hate that word uh, in this, but many people reduced the baseball fight to millionaires and billionaires, but it's not. There's still people. They still want some some data and some understanding of how it's going to work and flow through not to mention the you know millions upon millions of people that have their work and their dollars and and financial livelihoods tied to the sports and their well-being as well I mean there's a whole lot that flows out of those decisions so uh, it's going to be curious to see uh, as we push forward you know what other variables present themselves and how ready leagues are uh, to make adjustments, but I, I would certainly love to be the guy on the scene in the bubble in Chicago when it's 99% humidity in September.
0: Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike and Swollen Dump. Hey, that humidity, you're going to be lucky if we got any kind of air conditioning going on at that point. It's never, we're never going to make it.
8: Pounds, my friend.
0: <laughs> we're going to turn the river green just like we did on St. Patrick's Day just to make everybody happy for five minutes. That's how we're going to do it.
8: The river's uh, always green.
0: Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Twitter at How About a Fresca. That was a big line from The Fugitive, though. Why is the river green today? Uh, coming up next, a very special, we're going to talk football. And we're also going to talk to this person's nine-year-old daughter. Keep it right here. You got to hear what we're going to do coming up next. I promise you're going to love it. This is Fox Sports Radio. You find this chance.
10: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Fox Sports Radio, it is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon in for Doug today. And a big day in the NBA. We'll have some uh, final thoughts on the second NBA bubble coming up in a bit. Agent Wojnarowski reporting uh, about 45 minutes ago that, hey, the teams that didn't get invited to bubble number one get to go to the NIT of bubbles. As in September, there will be a bubble in Chicago where the other eight teams are going to get to have a mini training camp and get some time to play. And, look, this is a great idea because, look, These eight teams that need all the help they can get anyway because they're the worst in the NBA are going to get a chance to play a little bit of hoops because you're going to have teams playing now in the bubble in Orlando, playing the rest of the regular season and the playoffs uh, before both bubbles or all 30 teams start (laughs) their training camps coming up later on in the fall. So a great idea. We'll see what teams want to come play. Hopefully the Knicks will come play. There'll be some kind of tournament they can win. Uh, but all, the, Knicks, the Knicks could be in a bubble by themselves and and they would wind up coming in second. So there is that. There's a, whole uh,
8: other jo- a bunch of jokes, but it is the middle of the day, so <laughs> I can't make them here. Just think slide over baby hour kind of material for those familiar with Jason and my show in the evenings here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: But joining us now on the hotline, we have not one special guest, but two special guests. Our first guest Former NFLer Ron Johnson, you can follow him on Twitter at three Ron Johnson. That's at three Ron Johnson for a Baltimore Raven right now. He is a NFL and college football analyst for KFan and Fox Nine in Minnesota. Ron, what's happening, my friend? Not much. How's it going, dude? Welcome you're in. a fun. You're a fun follow on Twitter, posting all those videos of your dad who played at the NFL for a long time, and here he is, you know, shutting down some wide receivers. It's a pretty fun seeing you do that. <laughs>
15: Yeah, you know, it's been fun to see the Steelers fans who find those old clips because, I mean, I was around 6 to 8 the last time he played. So I really, you know, I think back then, you know, handheld cameras that had the huge reel around it and, you know, film that had to be developed in dark rooms. And so I never really saw a ton of tape besides whatever ESPN would play from time to time of the uh, 78, 79 Super Bowls. And uh, that was about it. So it's been cool for people to find stuff, find different articles, uh, news clippings, um, and so, you know, I've just been keeping track of it, you know, saving stuff, and I wish it was around when he was alive so I could have told him uh, after watching some of that stuff, there's no way he could have guarded because he swore to, you know, every day he would have kicked my ass when I was a kid, and he would have he beat me, uh, you know, on the field. He would have punched me, beat me up, and, uh, you know, now I look at it, and I'm like, dude, like, you were, you were skinny. Like, he, he, he was bigger as, when I was a kid, but when he played,
0: he was skinny. I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> You'd have been like Brandon Marshall, just body him away from the ball, going, Dad, I'm going to catch 12 <laughs> balls on you in this every game, Dad. 12, 12 balls right. I'm going to catch on you. <laughs> Hey, NFL-wise now, you know, a couple of big things I want to get your take on here. Uh, the NFL preseason is now down from four games to two games. I'm sure, look, the players love that idea. And, you know, any chance you get to talk to the players around there, any of the players there in Minnesota that, hey, do you think they'll really like this idea? Do they want to see it go down to zero games? What do you think?
15: I think for the veterans,
0: they're happy with this. Um, the rookies are not. And I know, you know, a couple of the younger
15: guys that just got drafted via interviews that I've done with them. Uh, one kid from Saginaw, Michigan, who's now a Minnesota Viking, um, you know, those guys want those games because game one, you know, the the rookies and the guys that really are bubble guys play a ton. And then game four, they play the whole game because vets are like, you know, we, we know we made the team. And so that's kind of their time. One, if they're not going to make that team to put more tape on film for other GMs who make that cut down to 53 and then they're looking around for maybe three or four uh, special teams, bubbles type guys that are going to be, you know, their fifth DB or their six DB or their fourth or fifth receiver, um, you know, that's their opportunity. So I, I think it's a, it's a split. Uh, vets are like, great, you know, we don't have to go through this. Uh, rookies are kind of like, ah, man, I wish
12: I could have had that extra
15: time. So now it's going to be strategic of how they uh, do it. But yeah, I mean, I'll be at CJ Ham's house um, on July 14th actually selling bracelets. We'll talk about that later, but uh, yeah, I talk to C.J. Hamm all the time, and I talk to you know Adam Thielen from time to time, Tyler Johnson, who's now a rookie going to the Bucks, and yeah, I mean, you get, you get both sides. You get the guys that know they're going to make a team, so they're fine with it, but then, you, you know, those guys that are coming in as a bubble guy, they're like, you know, kind of cringing a little bit, like, okay, so how else are we going to get this stuff on film and let these GMs know, you know, what we can do?
8: All going out with Jug's guns on their private fields and doing workout videos, I guess, right? Here, look, I'm training, I'm in shape. I mean that's 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 pretty much it. I mean they're gonna have
15: to like I just saw a video today of Adam Thielen and Tyler Johnson, uh, you know, Chad Beebe, and uh forgot the other guy, Tajay Sharp. They were out there today doing football type stuff with a helmet on. I mean you see Russell Wilson throwing balls, not Antonio Brown, and D.K. Metcalf, you know. So it, it's going to be guys just trying to figure out ways to get some extra football in right now. Because right now, normally, I mean, think about it. We're normally in OTAs right now and mini camps and guys are actually doing this stuff with their teammates. And so now you cut the preseason down even more, you know, guys are just going to be, you know, thirsty looking for ways to create, you know, football football atmosphere and get that full go type stuff and put it on film. I mean, Antonio Brown, we know exactly why he put that, you know, route on camera right now. He wants GMs to see he can still run, he can still catch. Uh, So, you know, that's what's going to be. We're going to see a lot of Twitter videos, I think, coming up soon of guys out there doing their drills, showing how good they are just in case they don't make a roster. You know, hey, I put film on Twitter. I don't know how good that is. I don't know how many GMs are going to take that and say, okay, let's use this Twitter film. But, I mean, this is a new age we're in right now. With COVID, who knows how they're going to have to scout.
0: Ron Johnson. Oh, go
8: ahead go ahead ahead. ron if you had to right now though if you had to saddle up and get ready for camp would you feel comfortable doing it
15: me personally uh
8: i would i mean i think i would if if the way and in my age i guess
15: so if i'm like gronkowski if i'm tom brady yes because i know what i need to do to get to where i gotta be so i know exactly what drills i know how much i need to work out what my conditioning needs to be um i think those those guys are going to be just fine i think Offensive tackles, and this is a weird one to look at, offensive tackles are going to have a tough time because the game speed of a defensive end coming at them full speed, a guy like Daniel Hunter, you know, DeMarcus Ware type guys, you're not going to be able to get that, you know, that timing down. And so it's going to be real interesting early on. I think we're going to see a ton of three-step drops from quarterbacks because I don't know who's going to be comfortable taking a seven-step drop when you don't really know what your guys have been doing, where they're at condition-wise mentally where they're at because you know, we've had time to kind of sit together and go over all our checks. I mean, when I coached with the Colts for two years watching you know uh, Peyton Manning and, and Reggie Wayne and those guys put the offense together in the offseason, I mean, they're not getting that time right now. So it's going to be real interesting, some of these younger quarterbacks or these newer quarterbacks to these teams who haven't been there for years uh, who really don't know how to command a huddle or command, you know, go on the field and just say, I know that's cover two, I know that's cover four, I know that's cover six guy, whatever it is, you know, you're going to have the vets that can get through it. You're going to have these rookies that struggle.
0: Uh, one more before we get to our special guest that's going to join all of us here Ron Johnson, K fan, Fox 9 football analyst in Minnesota, our guest here, former NFLer with the Ravens. Now, you played college at Minnesota, and there's a lot of. You talk right now about you see all the players who are getting COVID nineteen and how college football seems to be pushing forward and kind of out of the spotlight a bit. I get a little nervous that college football needs a little more oversight right now because you're talking about kids and it seems like we're gonna we're gathering everybody getting ready to go and and I'm like, are you really going to be able to play a game in in six weeks? I, I feel like college football needs we need to spend a little bit more attention on that now as well as what's going on in the pros. Yeah, the tough thing about those guys is they're going to school, too. So football and pros, you can kind of control them a little
15: bit because it's just home practice, home practice, family. With college kids, like you said, I mean, they're on campus. They're having to go eat at different places. They're having to interact with different people. And so, yeah, right now you're seeing like Clemson have a huge spike in COVID tests with their team. So Lord only knows what they were doing down there. Um, You know, the the Gophers, I talked to one of their coaches, and they're trying to do like a two-day quarantine as a group. And then bring them together and then same thing, testing every day. And if anybody has it, trace where he's been, quarantine those guys. And, yeah, so it's going to be – I think it needs to be a ton of oversight with college because these are kids, you know. And the one good thing about their age, though, is that age group is fighting it. They're getting through it. They're quarantined every 14 days and then they're back out there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they need to come up with a plan for if a guy does have it, how do you,
7: you know, deal with that? How
15: does, you know, does your team still
11: travel I just put down these guys in that meeting room, all been around him first.
15: I mean, it's, it's just crazy right now.
11: And honestly, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying it's the answer, but at some
15: point it might just mean, you know, all the football players are just going to end up having them. You know, kind of like the chicken pox, and they just need to all be around each other and then get through their two weeks and then go play football. I mean, I don't really know if that's the answer or not, if that's safe or not, but it's, it's you know, it, I don't know how much longer we can get through this without just saying the football season needs to be canceled because that's where they're headed.
0: Great stuff from Ron Johnson. And getting set to join us now as we get away from football for a few minutes here. Because uh, now he's just going to be known as Cameron's dad. You know, you, <laughs> that, that's exactly where you're going now. Because maybe you've seen Ron Johnson, heard about him. Look, obviously doing all stuff NFL-wise, analyst he's been. But you've probably seen his name in the news because his daughter Cameron, nine-year-old daughter of now former NFL player Ron Johnson. Because before, and when you saw this on the internet, it was just Oh, Cameron's dad said this. Now, oh, hey, oh, her dad played in the NFL. Let's put that in all the stories because what Cameron and her family are doing is amazing. You have probably read about her. She has raised over $100,000 for various charities in Minnesota selling bracelets Off Her Lawn was how it started a few weeks ago, and, you know, Ron, I know you said you thought that, well, we'll make a few hundred dollars, it'll be great, but now you're up over $100,000, and counting, and all the different places you've uh, given that money to. Uh, Can Cameron pop on with us for a couple minutes here? Yeah, he's right here. Hey, Cameron, can you hear us? Oh, Cameron, you got us? Yep. Hi. Hey, how you doing? good hey i want to say congratulations on everything you've been doing you've made a lot of money for a lot of people who need it that's awesome thank you hey how did you come up with this idea to sell bracelets like this
6: um we were on the driveway making bracelets and my friend xander said that we should give the money to the people in minneapolis and the families
0: or er,
3: in yep. need
0: wow <laughs>
3: That That's so a great
0: cool. idea. So are you still you're still doing it now? You sit you, you out on in front of your house and still making bracelets? Yeah. Or is your dad taking you for ice cream? <laughs> well, yeah, right
8: now we just got some smoothies. See, oh, nice. Go. Okay. All done. right. Well, oh, right. you got to get some fuel to, to make more bracelets, of course. Oh yeah, yeah, we we've kind of morphed now we're doing pop-up
15: sales, so we stopped selling in front of our house. And we've been invited to various people's houses throughout the Twin Cities um every Tuesday and Thursday now who have like wanted us to come out there. So that's kind of a an exclusive. Uh Vikings running back CJ Ham and his wife, um, and another Viking that lives across the street from them are gonna host us on their street on July fourteenth. And so, you know, we're gonna do some cool things with some Vikings footballs and some other stuff, but You know, it's just been a community involvement, which has been cool to see, you know, all these people coming around her. Guys like Adam Thielen sent her a video
0: um, and his son, Asher. And so this will be memories memory she'll have forever. Hey, so uh, what are some of the uh, places you've been giving some of the money to? So
15: some churches. um, We gave some money. We've actually done some stuff with some social workers who are working directly with families in Minneapolis um, through different hospitals and different Uh, charity groups where we're actually letting them go grocery shopping, sending us the receipts. And then through our 501c3, we're able to cut them uh, checks. And then we're going to work with the Chamber of Commerce with some of those businesses in Minneapolis. Once their insurance kind of lets them know how much they're going to owe and what the insurance is going to cover, we're going to, you know, put some money over there. And so that's what we just started. Like two weeks ago, we started a a 501c3 charity Mm -hmm. charitable donor fund in order to, one, give people tax breaks because like Little Caesars has given us $10,000 um another group just gave us five thousand dollars uh we're meeting with caribou coffee traeger grills and so you know we haven't officially gotten anywhere from them but that's our goal is to kind of continue on on this path and just you know put as much money into the 501 c3 as we can so that we can continue to help out um you know is when we see fit you know but one of the churches we gave them five grand plus like three thousand dollars in food um to give out to people. Kyle Rudolph the Vikings, he had a food drive. We dropped off about two thousand dollars in food to his food drive. Um so we've just kind of been, you know, as my wife said, they're kinda of just hands and feet to the community, just out and about, making sure, you know, that people know that we care and, you know, God loves them.
8: This man, is like all... the young CEO. Yeah. And all that practical business <laughs> acumen now, look out world,
0: man. <laughs> hey Cameron, you realize you're smarter than your dad, right? don't worry we've gone that route too ron uh... you've put it off long enough it's time to replace your tires tire rack has tires that'll elevate your drive touring tires for commuter comfort performance tires for sporty handling all-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure
2: Terms and conditions
0: apply.
8: Both Jason and I have daughters that have far eclipsed us.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, I, Cameron, I need you to grow up and become president, okay? Yay! Yeah. Can you do that? All right, and and hey, and and here's things. When, when you do become president one day, you and your friends, and maybe Xander can be your vice president since you know Xander was at the idea with you. Uh, uh-huh. When the Jets win a game on Sunday, everybody is off from work on Monday. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> there won't be that many days. I mean, maybe just like three days a year you're gonna have it, but that is that, that, that's be what it is. Three days would be. a year, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, so Cameron, what's your favorite story? What's the favorite bracelet you you sold to somebody that that you can remember?
8: Um, Harrison
15: Smith. She said Harrison Smith from the Vikings. He oh, came Harrison to Smith. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, he oh, came to the man. house and got a bracelet from her at the house. And as oh, he started walking up, I'm sure
8: everybody cleared out a little bit, fearing yeah. a big hit. <laughs>
15: well, I mean, if it wasn't for the Tesla, a lot of people wouldn't even know who he was. <laughs> you know, when you show up in the Tesla, everybody's like, you okay, know. this has to be somebody.
0: Oh, right, right, right. Like if he showed up in like a Toyota Camry, it would be, oh, I don't know who this guy is. Le- le- right. Whatever. He just did a white guy with, with joggers on, with tight pants on. That's oh, what is it? He- <laughs> Ah! Oh, hey, Cameron! Congratulations on everything you're doing, and I'm so everybody is so proud of you, and I know your parents are as well, and your friends. Uh, keep doing everything you can, and uh, hey, anything you need, let us know, and we'll we'll try to help you out. But this is such a fantastic thing you're doing, and all the best success in the world. And I mean that thing about president, and I mean that thing <laughs> about the Jets, because when you are, I'm going to remind you, I'm going to send you an email and say, remember the Jets, that thing's going to happen. <laughs>
12: Okay. All
0: right, (laughs) you're the best. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure (laughs) now. Oh my goodness, Uh, Ron. You guys run it. You have a website or something that uh, people can get to, or or hit you up on Twitter. What's the best way?
15: Yeah. So if they go to a GoFundMe and they can just search Cameron and Friends Bracelets and the GoFundMe will pop up. Um, They can also tweet if they want, um, and Venmo. They can Venmo me at Ron John Junior. So that's R O N J O H N J R three. And if they uh if they put a message on camera one say Cameron with a K on GoFundMe. Um but if you put in um like an amount you want to donate and then just leave an address so they can make it a private donation and then they can put their address in. And we actually are mailing out breaks. We probably mailed out now over a thousand envelopes um to various people. I mean, we have sent some to New Zealand now, Japan, uh Canada. So we've been Germany, uh, so we've been getting them from everywhere since we did Good Morning America and ESPN. I mean it's been crazy so i know fox sports is going to be even bigger like it's definitely going to be bigger
0: uh the initiative is called cameron and friends bracelets for unity and justice and cameron i just want to say i think you've done enough for ice cream every day this weekend i mean starting today wow. tomorrow sunday even into monday I- i'd say ice cream every day
8: Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> That guy uh, on the radio said we should have ice cream every day, Dad. <laughs> Don't Sorry,
15: listen Ron. to
0: him. He's a Jets fan. What does he know about anything? Uh, and so
15: once we give her the ice cream, are you going to take care of her? We're going to have to send her to so you can deal with her, hyper she's going to be.
0: Oh, sure. That's okay. I'll, it'll just be more ice
8: cream. It'll be fine.
0: Listen, we'll, we'll run hey. some soccer drills,
8: and uh, we'll see if we can uh, work that off. Right? Listen, I'll, I'll already oh, yeah, tell soccer,
0: you. Soccer, softball, she'll be ready. Well, no, here's the thing. If you want to send it to me for tomorrow, we can all watch Hamilton, you know, all day because that's what we're going to be doing. So it's going to be Hamilton oh, yeah. all day tomorrow. To yeah. Hamilton. So that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, for any information you want on there, you can follow Ron. Ask him on Twitter as well. 3 Ron Johnson, the number 3 Ron Johnson, former NFL wide receiver and now known as Cameron's dad uh, for the rest of his life. Uh, Ron, has always, appreciate it, my friend. Good talking to you, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks so much.
15: Appreciate it. Fox needs to get me next to Swollen Dome. We need to make this a three way. Oh, look at you. Wow, look <laughs> at that. Jumping right <laughs> in there. Hey, we'll have you on your I one. mean you you guys get me home every night. Like every night in Minnesota, I'm on K radio, so your show, Fox Sports, comes on, so I'm hearing you guys all the time, the fresca, the whew, all that. Like that <laughs> the last five years
0: coming from Vikings games, that's been that's been my way home with you guys. Oh well hey, well then when you're on your way home we'll talk to you on the way home a couple of times. We'll set it up. For sure. You For got sure. it, Ron. Thanks so much. Enjoy the weekend, and congratulations on all that success. That's so fantastic. All right, thanks. All great right, stuff. great thanks. stuff. Then now we got to have Ron on our show at night. Now, There's well, we got no we got to have Cameron on. I mean, that's who we have. We have to wake her up and I have her on it. at night. Yeah.
8: Well, but you just made her, you know, put president on her.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Okay, well,
8: I, well, you know, let's let's aim low. <laughs> I mean, what what are you doing?
0: (laughs) We got more coming up in 90 seconds. But first, Isaac Lowenkron has what's trending. I.L., what do you have for us? Jason and Michael, a lot
13: of new developments to tell you about. Jason Reed of The Undefeated reported a short time ago that the NFL plans to play the song Lift Every Voice and Sing, often referred wow, to okay. as the Black National Anthem, before every game during week one of the regular season prior to the playing of the Star-Spangled Banner. Reed also reports the NFL is considering a variety of other measures to recognize victims of police brutality, including listing their names on helmet decals or jersey patches. Adam Schefter reports that in an effort to combat the coronavirus, NFL teams are likely to bring fewer than the regular 90 players they ordinarily bring to training camp, possibly in the range instead of 75 or 80 players. Adrian Wojnarowski and Jackie McMullen report that the NBA is closing in on signing off on a second bubble in Chicago for the eight teams that were not invited to play in the Orlando bubble, enabling many training camps and subsequent games against one another with a target date of september not many other details are known about the chicago bubble at this time except that the knicks will most likely still stink back to you jason and michael
0: (laughs) oh thank you very much isaac lowenkron of course that's gonna happen uh hey uh that's what i say because i'm getting this in right now coming up next in the press sorry mike but you know hey when when news comes in we gotta talk about it no, absolutely uh news on the next knicks head coach We got that coming up next. Keep it right here. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb. This is Fox Sports Radio.
10: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug today. Well, you know what time it is now. Let's do the press. The press. All right, what do you got, Isaac Cron? What's coming our way? All right,
13: Jason and Michael. Tom Thibodeau is the apparent frontrunner for the Knicks head coaching job, and he just got an endorsement from a very important, legendary New York Knicks, Patrick Ewing, who said, I had the opportunity to, ha- to have him be on the staff when I played and also work with him. He's going to do everything he needs to do in terms of having his team prepared to play every night. He'd be a great candidate so Tom Thibodeau getting an endorsement from Patrick Ewing for the next head coaching job
0: he's the guy of all the guys he's the guy look Chicago stunk post-Jordan. Had him in the playoffs five straight years, right? Minnesota made playoffs in their, in his second year. His specialty is turning bad franchises around, so he's perfect because there's nobody as bad <laughs> as the Knicks. He's got a no-nonsense attitude that's going to work. It worked in Chicago. He's a great defensive coach. He develops players. Look, I get that the players will clash with him, but I'll worry about that after the winning gets old. You know, oh, boy, we're winning too much. and I'll worry about that later on. He's the right guy for for the next hundred percent. During you worry a, about
8: the hard minutes and burnout along yeah. the way yeah. and the grind. The other guy I'd be looking at is Mark Jackson, but I watched Thibodeau in Chicago. Uh, so long as you got the veteran players to lead, uh, they'll they'll go a long way. So you'll actually be respectable.
13: During a Zoom with reporters today, DeMar DeRozan of the Spurs expressed frustration at the protocols in the NBA's 113-page health and safety manual for the Orlando bubble, including the barring of doubles ping pong The
14: ping pong thing is like you said it's ridiculous um guys can't do this but we can do this and, and battle over each other that part just don't make no sense to me and and i got through 10 10 lines of, of the handbook and just put it down because it becomes so frustrating and overwhelming
0: yeah just like college i did read a science book get 10 pages and i'm putting it down i'm done <laughs> i'm not reading anything else i am not read anything else that's look,
8: I, you got 10 pages in yeah. and you could quit. I 10, I like yeah, it,
0: it's science. I don't even know what the hell's going on here. Bunsen burners. I don't know. I don't know what this is. This is what D. What is hydrolysis? Is this lycanthropy? I don't understand. Bottom line, lycanthropy.
8: I like that. Bottom line is stay the hell
0: away from each other, wash your hands.
8: And again, stay the hell away from each other when you're not on a court.
0: Well, you have to feel like it is something that the league is on top of. It was just a one page uh, blurb of, hey, we got you with a big signature of Adam Silver. <laughs> Everybody would go, what the hell's the plan? So I'm glad he got 113 pages, even though some of it is minutia. Well, I you state, need that. Maybe there's a
8: $100 bill on page
0: 15. <laughs> Uh yeah, it look, I've come around from the bubble being a bad idea to being the only idea we're gonna see sports going forward. Uh, Twitter at How about a fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, this is Fox Sports Radio.
10: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio in the iHeartRadio app.
6: What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. if you dare.